You're about to enter Nowhere, California. If you like what you hear, please search for us on iTunes. Uh, look at Nowhere, California, all one word. You can also find us on Facebook.com slash Nowhere, California. Please hit like. And as always, we are very hungry for your feedback. So if you have any requests or anything like that, please send your love, your hate, or your apathy to Nowhere underscore California at Yahoo.com. This is Phil. And this is Josh, and welcome to Nowhere, California. I do believe this is episode 77. Nice! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's like, it, the excitement is there, but also, too, it's just kind of like, like, that one time after we leaving uh, Days of the Dead, we were yeah. silent, we really weren't talking about anything. Yeah, it was the second Days of the Dead. And we kind of were worried about, like, have we ran out of excitement? Oh, no, 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 no. The thing is, there was it, just so much playing in my head, because I was... Well, basically what I was essentially doing was reliving the event, and the thing is, um, I was reliving it and enjoying it, but the first time around when, well, I mean, we got to meet Heather Langenkamp. It was, so new. Camp. It was yeah. so new. It was us. so new, and like I said, we got to meet Heather Langenkamp. That was the high, in case you can't tell, that was my highlight, and that was my main reason for going. Oh, yeah. And uh, like I said, she was my hero growing up, and so uh, getting a chance to meet her, and it's just like, I mean, of course, yeah, I couldn't shut up about it because I couldn't believe it had happened. Yeah, and that's the you key know? thing. The first convention was our first convention. Yeah. But then we had done so much from that convention to our second round of Days of the Dead. Uh-huh. It was kind of like, the excitement was there and everything like that, but it was almost second nature. It was. It because was, but I was so still much. just as happy. And now it's kind of that way with this, too, because yeah. it's like, we said, oh, yeah, we're at episode 77. You're like, yay. I'm like. Yeah, we're at episode seventy-seven. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm 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 really happy with it. I mean, on seventy-seven episodes, I say that's an achievement, and I can't remember half of them. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, that's another thing we we're talking about too. It's just yeah, the, our memories are kind of shot now on how many uh, times we've done this. I know, I just, but I love having knowing knowing that those are under my belt. I'm just like, that's that's something. It's an accomplishment. It's a definite accomplishment and a badge of honor. I did something recently though. I don't know if it would be considered a badge of honor or. I should lurk in the shadows in shame. All right, I gotta hear this. What did you do? I saw the room in theaters. What? <laughs> yeah, I saw Tommy Wiseau's immortal classic, The Room in theaters. Ah, uh, mind you, you yeah. wanted to do this? Yeah, it was riff tracks. So. Oh well, okay, that's fine. If you're you want to, you went to go see other people making fun of it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that. You also were seeing Big Trouble in Little China for what the fu- first time in your life? Yeah. How do you live on the planet for 33 years, Josh, and have not even watched that movie accidentally? I'm ashamed of myself, too. You should be. Yeah. You should be. My God. It's a John Carpenter classic. Not If not, it's the definitive John Carpenter next to The Thing. Well, uh, that's another one I need to watch, too. What, The Thing? Yeah. Do I have to choke a bitch? <laughs> the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, you're probably going to have to gut punch me too because I still need to watch Escape from New York also. Have you, do you know the genius of John Carpenter as a filmmaker? Yes, I do. It's nothing personal to the guy. Uh-huh. You should you'd be you you are usually surprised when I tell you, "Hell yeah, I've never seen that." I am. I am. But yeah. this this was I mean, this, that, that, that's a triple thing. Escape from New York. Really? I'm the You want to do New York. You're A number 1 with a what the hell? I did say I was ashamed. <laughs> you make me sick. I make no, myself uh, sick. Anyway. Anyways, back uh, to... No, you. also, I also I have to note, you saw The Room. You saw The Room, period. You saw The Room, you saw Head, 
you saw these up. You see, you've seen all these obscure movies, but you haven't seen Big Trouble in Little China once. I did. No, no. Before <laughs> that, you motherfucker, don't get cute with me. You usually like me being cute when we're off, Mike. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Un. Be fucking leaveable. As Phil uh, breathes heavily into a paper bag, fuck me. Flipping me off in the meantime. Fuck. Now that I've seen the room in theaters, and like you just pointed out too, I do have my affinity for god awful movies. Fuck. <laughs> that I enjoy, but some people don't. That kind of gave me the idea for a subject for this episode: the idea of junk food movies. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> As Phil continues his fuck right. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I know there's many definitions of junk food movies. My definition that we're running with right now is the uh, the typical movie that you love a lot, but other right. people would kind of look at you like, you, you like that movie? Kind of uh, like... By any chance, is this the way I look at you when you say you enjoy the movie head? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Th- those kind of reactions? Yeah, it, almost in the vein of, like, people that like uh, Chocodiles a lot, or mm-hmm. Twinkies, or just some kind of food. Hey, where... for some people, Chocodiles are part of the food pyramid, buddy. Uh, speaking of the choir. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like... It's, but... Yeah, well, and not even really junk food. Like, you yeah. run across somebody that's eating blood pudding. Okay. Yeah, it'd be like, you like that crap? I see what you mean. Yeah, just in a roundabout way, it's junk food movies. It's junk, it's, you you're you feel great about it. It's not a comfort move, food movie, it's a junk food it's movie. It's a junk food movie. I comfort food kind of has some redeeming values. Junk food, no. None. It's just yeah. empty calories. It's empty calories, it's uh, empty brain cells. I gotcha. And uh, that's what we're going to be talking about with this episode is junk food movies. Okay. And uh, before we get more into it, uh, we did canvas the social media web. We had to. Uh, because this, this was... This is a lot to handle by ourselves. Yeah, it's been a while since we kind of threw, threw that net out there asking for people's comments and everything. Yeah, and didn't we actually get some this time around? Which yes, we did. It's been a while. That is wonderful. That is wonderful because I've been itching for some feedback and this is a lot of fun. As always, uh, we canvassed our nets to our two usual social media hubs, mm-hmm. Facebook and Joe Blow's Movie Fan Central. Once again, I'll give it a plug because, honestly, Joe Blow's Movie Fan Central is the best social media network online. Absolutely. Fuck Facebook. Fuck MySpace. College Club can go fuck itself. <laughs> which it probably does. I think it stands on the corner with is a sign. Is College Club still a thing? I don't know. Wow. <laughs> I, that was a reference was, I, out of nowhere. That was, that, no, I love that. That was funny because I remember... I remember being on co- co- uh, College, College Club. Club. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I-, I wonder. I wonder if I could still log on to that son bitch. <laughs> if it's still there. <laughs> I know the domain's probably abandoned. Yeah. You probably get an error fifty one fifty or something like that. Uh, it, either that, or it's pretty much like uh, beyond Thunderdome of the internet. <laughs> you dare to enter College Club? <laughs> is this is this cockroach actually inside the screen? Yeah. What the hell? Okay. It's desolate in there. Oh my god. No sign of hope. I see a tumbleweed. (laughs) Yeah, but back to no signs of hope, uh, social media, blah, Uh blah, blah. Uh, We got some great comments. Oh, excellent. um, We'll go back and forth and give you some people's feedback on this. I'll let uh, Phil start it out with. Okay, uh, this uh, this is a little ditty from Jeff Ramsey. Good friend Uh, uh, from Joe Blow. Mm-hmm. And became a follower of the Nowhere California Facebook page in our really early stages. Oh, super, super. Well, he says, these are just 12 uh, from the DVD collection. Um, oh, I'd like to talk about these individually. So it's just like, uh, 
Howard the Duck. Didn't we do a why not on that? No, we've never done that. Why not on Howard? We have not? Have yeah. we discussed Howard the Duck? Oh, yeah, we've discussed Howard okay. off and on. But, but we've, we've never done an episode dedicated to Howard the Duck? No, it'll, it'll come. It's coming. Okay, that surprised me. Well, anyway, yeah, Howard the Duck. Very good uh, very good choice there. But it, a lot of people do kind of poo-poo on the duck. <laughs> you want to know it's really funny? Even though they poo-poo on the duck, yeah. it is technically the very first Marvel superhero to make it to the big screen, everybody. Yeah, exactly. Suck it. <laughs> yeah, suck it. Suck he it, made it back in Guardians, baby. <laughs> yeah, he... Talk, everybody wants to give Mickey Rourke and Matthew McConaughey like this big, like, oh, you've had a major comeback in your film career. No, Howard the Duck Howard has. Howard the Duck has, yeah. yeah. And all he did was share, like, what, 10 seconds of screen time at a post credit scene? Yeah. Oh, my Lord. That is priceless. Yeah. Matter of fact, he kind of looks, other than CG, he pretty much looks like the way Howard the Duck is supposed to. I mean, he's got his own freaking pop. Well, that's the whole thing. Like When they brought him back, Marvel made him back to where he was supposed to be. Not yeah. the monstro- monstrosity that was the George Lucas film. Oh, okay. Which I do give credit to that film. The thing film. is, I think it's really neat, you know, with puppeteering. I mean, everything you were able to do back then. And I will say that is one of my favorite movies of Jeffrey Jones's. Yeah. Where he did the, yes, yeah, I mean, he said that little. I think the only yeah. my only main problem with that movie is the duck tits. Oh, the duck tits? The traumatizing duck tits? Yeah. Just, Thank God they're only in the beginning, but you can't get past that. No, yeah, exactly. And, and with <laughs> that technology and everything, now the technology of today, we deserve a Howard the Duck movie, another one. Oh, yeah. We deserve a Darkwing Duck movie. Oh, a live-action Darkwing Duck movie. So awesome. Oh, yeah. I would so... And not a Disney it. version of it. I want... I'm goddamn Darkwing Duck. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, a real real dark... The, the actual comic. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, so what, uh, what else is oh, well, that's what you got there? Oh, no, it's okay. I was hoping we'd talk about these because they get... My God, they keep getting better and better. Okay, do you remember this? Better to us, but probably not to some. <laughs> I, I, exactly, but I really love talking about these. Okay, do you remember this one? Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. with David Hasselhoff when he was Nick Fury. I this is another one I will sense. say that I've never seen it. Well, that's fine. It's kind of hard to find. It's obscure. But, but I've seen the it. pictures. I've seen the clips and everything. And yeah. And it still makes me laugh that David Hasselhoff actually thought, oh, I should have a cameo in Avengers. Oh, God, he did? Yeah, that because like I was the original Nick Fury. It's like, yeah, you may be an original Nick Fury, but Samuel L. Jackson's motherfucking Nick Oh, Fury. yeah. I mean, God, are you going to say, it's like, what? <laughs> I am motherfucking Nick Fury, motherfucker. I'm not going to argue. And when it's coming from Samuel L. Jackson, like, yes, sir. Exactly. Uh, If it was David Hasselhoff, it's like, good for you. You're you're Mitch Buchanan. Go back to the freaking beach. Yeah. I mean, uh, that was the thing. The comic book character is like, the comic book character went through a transition to where he turned into a Samuel L. Jackson character. And then they went out of the way. They're like, hey, you know what? I think he would make, I think he would be better if he was a Samuel L. Jackson character. And then they managed to get Samuel L. Jackson... To play him. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I do know that the design, I think they had Samuel L. Jackson in, uh, in mind when they redesigned the character uh, I mean, when he was rebooted, right? Definitely, so, yeah. was this one? Was it the Spider-Man Unlimited or something like I that? I believe so. That's or when the Nick, Unlimited yeah. Universe is when they, uh, when they redesigned Nick Fury to yeah. look the way he did. And uh, I think it's an awesome way. You got the shaved shaved head and I just... That's who you see as Nick Fury now. I do remember when Nick Fury was just the guy that was just in the blue spandex, uh, you know, gray hairs. He kind of looked like uh, he kind of looked like Mister Fantastic with the gray hairs, only with an eye patch. Yeah, he was like Mister Fantastic with an eye patch, and that was the only thing. Yeah, and it was kind of like hey, okay, whatever. Yeah, it wasn't really much, but Nick Fury became a character of his own the moment they designed him to look like that. Yeah, exactly. And it gave him substance. It gave him character. It actually made it seem like oh. 
This is Nick Fury. It did. And the thing is, I wouldn't be against David Hasselhoff cameoing in anything, because when David Hasselhoff is in something, he's just freaking hilarious. Yeah, because he's a caricature of himself. He is. He is. He's the Hoff. Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, you look at, uh, what was it, Piranha Double D. He doesn't take his career seriously. He can't. No, no, and neither can most of America. Yeah. So... Yeah, you have to get around to checking that one. Yeah, I know. It's on my to-do list. <laughs> it, it is, and we'll, uh, once you check it out, we'll have to talk about it. Oh, yeah, exactly. So, um, okay, here's... Okay, cool. We're nailing three and one, and this is good. All three Punisher films. Now, let's start with the Dolph Lundgren one. All three movies, to me, yeah. they're good oh, in yeah. their own right. But none of them share the same history. They are three different Punishers. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're, both, they're all three Frank Castle, but the origins are switched... Uh, depending on what they were able to do. Dolph Lundgren did a very good job. You, do you remember the original Punisher movie? Vaguely. Vaguely. Oh, that's another one you really got to give it a... Uh, Again, you, yeah. You really got to give it a, a shine because, you know, it's it's Dolph Lundgren doing yeah. what Dolph Lundgren does. And it's just beat the crap those, out of people. Yeah, you got those 90s, 90s stars, you know, the guilty people. It was 80s. What, the, what, 89? I think it was late 80s. I don't think okay, it was Okay, late 80s. 80s. Okay, sorry. Okay, but we were jumping the 90s. Yeah. Okay. Late 80s, my bad. Oh, it might be, even be 87 or 88. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. We'll just say late 80s. It's, we're too lazy to research it, this crap uh, right now. No, no, no. <laughs> my, my bad. It was on the mark. Yeah. It was on the mark. We're close. It was, it was a good movie. Yeah, if I, anybody has any issues with it, they can write us. They know where to uh, find we, us. The thing is, we we can we can easily check. We know it. But uh, bottom line, it was the first Punisher film. Yeah. And, and that's all right. the it, gave, right. it, it gives it the credit that it's due because... No one attempted the Punisher before that. No. Because it was, didn't... honestly, it was a weird character to attempt. And for his first outing, it was not bad. Yeah, and, of course. Uh, then we got Thomas Jane's. Uh, which Thomas Jane, yeah. It is the quintessential, to me at least, the quintessential Punisher. <clears throat> I have to agree with you there. Um, he was uh, he was pretty good. And I think it's a nice companion piece because the thing is, you want to know what I like to do? I like to watch the Thomas J one because it's the prequel. You know, you actually see the origin. And the first one, uh, you know, it's and then I watched the Dolph Lundgren one because it's already been four years and he's an already established Punisher. Yeah. And it's the same thing. And then I watch Warzone. So I kind of go seriously. Go, whenever we decide to get a NowhereCalifornia.com going, yeah, those are going to be your blogs. Oh, you want me how to you how you watch your movies? Them? How you watch your movies? Oh God, yeah. Because you have a specific way you watch all your movies. Oh, I know, I know. Franchise. There are there are movies. Uh, yeah, there are movies I can watch. Like Ghostbusters, I can watch for shits and giggles. But when I'm having a marathon of Ghostbusters, yeah, you, yeah, you have specific, a particular. There's a specific way. There's a perfect way to watch the series. Yeah. But, yeah. So my, remember this one. I'm going like I oh. need you to write a blog. Oh, okay. And you're so, like, all right. fuck, I got to do homework now? Fuck, I got to do homework? Okay, but I'll remember that. But no, yeah, back to the pressure. <laughs> no, no, that's easy for me. Uh, but anyway, I like doing that, and then I watch. I like to watch Warzone, because same thing. Uh, established uh, Punisher and his origins, you know, it's it's questionable. Yeah, I've seen chunks of Warzone, but I just... Uh, what's uh, Do you have a riff with it, or...? I love Thomas Jane as Punisher. I, I like Thomas J as the Punisher, too, and I can understand why you wouldn't want to give another guy a shot. Yeah, and, totally and it was it. too... Too campy, I would say. Too campy? Well, too campy for its own good. Did like, you see this on TV? No. Okay. No, just the fact that the villain was all sliced up. Well, that it was went back stuff. to yeah, it went back to the comic book aspects of it. It went back to <clears throat> the colors and lights and everything. I'm not disqualified. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm following it, you. I'm just following. It's you. just kind of like, it, but also too, it's just switching Thomas Jane out so quickly. It's just like. It's, Without giving him a decent shot. Yeah, it's kind of like what they're doing right now with Spider-Man. We're already getting another new Spider-Man. It's just like... Yeah. I, and it's like with Spider-Man. I would have loved for them to just go, you know what? 
Andrew Garfield did not get a good shake at this. <clears throat> we, it may be different studios and everything. Well, but let's let him shop. L- we're doing it. And then same thing with like I've said with Jim Carrey with the Riddler. I killed let the let the him back into the Batman universe and let him have a shot. A at different him. shot at Riddler. Let him yeah. be a dark Riddler. Yeah. Instead of the flamboyant skin tight. I know you can it's see a shame. What it's like an actor is. gets a shot at doing it and they only get to do it once because I know Jack Nicholson probably would have loved to have played the Joker again. I don't think he would. I don't think he would have. Well, he jokingly said that he would. Well, jokingly. Ah, well, he's a joker. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, but uh, does he have any more on there? Oh, he's got many on here. Do you have any more with uh, Punisher? With the Punisher? Oh, um, uh, like I said, I was following you uh, with the Punisher, but there are some key scenes that I think are very good. Like uh, the part where you know he's trying, he's reading a guy, and Miranda writes, and the Punisher just comes in, blows his freaking face off. Oh yeah, you can't argue that. that. That's funny. I mean, that's just that's, that's Punisher. That is, you know, that's trademark Punisher. Uh, I like Thomas J, and uh, we cannot talk about the Thomas J, you know, like Warzone and all that stuff without talking about that comic con short. Yeah, the dirty laundry. Dirty laundry. That's that another was a thing that wonderful made me go return. Like, oh, yes, this is awesome. Thomas J's return to the character, yeah. and I don't think he could have done it uh, any better. And he just did it willingly. Just like the guy came up to him after a Kickstarter and said, "Hey, I want to do a Punisher short. You want to do it?" And he was like, "Yeah." yeah. And well, he, they got Ron Perlman in. Well, Thomas J's excitement. You know, he's like a comic book. Uh, he owns he, his own comic book company. Exactly, Thomas J. Yeah. yeah. Well, that would explain. It. Did you ever see when he was trying? He was. Did you know he tried out for Jonah Hex? And he came in the costume and makeup uh, and everything. There are there is footage of him in it, and he looks awesome. He that did a good it job. probably would have made the movie a lot better. I think it would because Thomas J. I mean, I mean, he would probably have been like bullshit. We're doing something different. The thing is, I love Josh Brolin, but if I saw if Thomas J. came in the way he did, which he did, yeah, um, looking like Jonah Hex with the character, and he did his own makeup, which looked terrific, I would have said, Josh, I love you, buddy, but we got to go with Jay. Yeah, you know we gotta go with Thomas. Oh yeah, because I want to give him a shot because he know he knew the character inside and out. Yeah, you know he could have. Um, you know the funny thing is I still haven't seen Jonah Hex yet. Uh, I, I've heard. Well, I, I own it. I own yeah. it, but I haven't watched it yet. Well, I still haven't seen it either. It's you, we. I've heard so many bad things about it. Megan Fox getting her usual. Oh, it's Megan Fox. Fuck her. Oh, not to mention. Oh, I keep hearing she's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I give her the benefit of the doubt until like I see her flat out like kidding, yeah, kicking a puppy or something. Pretty much. Because they're starting up Turtles 2. Yeah. Which, by the way, yeah. original April is back I for know Turtles when 2. she says, she says, I feel like I'm going, uh, feeling with deja vu. And I'm like, oh my God. They At least she feels good about it. No, she feels great. Yeah. No, no, no. She's, she's, she was jokingly talking about that. She said, said, I feel like I met three, uh, uh, three of four wonderful guys. So I'm guessing she's going to have a scene with the turtles. Oh, that's know, awesome. A real brief scene, yeah. Something like that. That's what she says. She, that's what was her, in her tweet. Yeah. And she says, uh, they're getting me fitted for wardrobe. I'm getting the feeling of deja vu here. I'm like, oh my God, they put her in a yellow coat. I am going to I did see a, the picture of her. Yeah. Where she's kind of in, I think she's an anchor. I think she, that's what she's doing is she's being an anchor. Yeah, but she's going to be, it's going to be a short scene in there. I yeah. know she's going to cameo, but it's going to be just, that's candy. She still looks hot as hell too. Exactly. Yeah. There are certain women out there that age like fine like age like fine wine, and yeah. she's one of them. Oh, yeah, exactly. And it's just funny. It's just nice to see. I and mean, it's like you know what? Now that's a callback. See, that's why I could enjoy the new turtles. Yeah. Um. You know, it's like people go, "Oh God, they got nostrils and stuff like that." I'm like, I could still enjoy them. 
uh, because it's like, okay, different universe and all that stuff. They're paying and respect, though, to the other universes. They are paying, yeah, they're paying perfect respect, and they're doing that, and I'm kind of looking forward to seeing the guy from Arrow play Casey Jones. Yeah, even with the picture kind of being like, he should have a little bit longer hair. I know, I know. Uh, I, the, I think it's a different... The impression. mask's fine and everything. I think it's the hair factor. It's like, he needs yeah, he a little needs, bit longer hair to work little, with the mask. Yeah, just a little bit, you know? He, he needs to work the hair. He needs to work the hair. <laughs> well, you know in the new comic, he's got shorter hair again? Oh, he does? Oh, okay. Yeah, he does. Uh, well, do you remember you were seeing the Turtles? He's got... He, it's not as short as the Arrow guys, but it is shorter hair than what he, uh, the characters used to. Yeah, but... but enough of that. Though. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, oh, I, oh, well, I still got a little more on it. Oh, yeah. You know, on the... Um, uh, on the on the turtle, on the turtle front. What was the other thing I was looking for? Oh, I'm looking forward to live action Bebop and Rocksteady. That's going to be awesome. That I am so excited about. I, mean, I they, may actually go to the theaters for that. One. Oh, exactly. And especially if if they look anything. I mean, if they look anything like their cartoon counterparts. Oh my god. You know, with the sunglasses and purple, mohawk purple and everything, mohawk oh my. and stuff like that, and they're like wielding like machine guns or something like that. I'm like, holy shit! I think I just blew a load. I mean, <laughs> spoiler alert about what I'm about to mention. Do you think they're going to kill Donnie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, they'll, they'll probably hint at it. I think he'll get mortally wounded and people go, Holy shit! They're doing it! They're going to do it! Yeah. Oh, and you know what? Uh, I don't know if it's going to happen yet, but I'm, you want to know what I'm looking forward to seeing? And I think I, we may see it in our lifetime if these turtle movies continue, and especially uh, being produced by Michael Bay, the Technodrome. I want to see that thing rolling through New York City so bad. Oh, if you. we see the Tiger Drum, I will blow a load. Okay, good, good. Nice to know that you'll blots. Yeah. So, back to these yes, things. Yes, I remember the cartoon and the Tiger Drum and everything. Uh, there. Just like, oh. Uh, I if they could do a, a reasonable Krang. Yes. Oh, I'm sold. Yeah. Krang. I mean, they they, they, they they still have it. He was supposed to be in the original script of number one, so you know that his concept is somewhere. I think the main thing, if he, if he was part of the original script and everything, it just it didn't pan out. Like, they couldn't get the special effects right. Because yeah, that so, is going to be a complex character. It is, it is. If and they want to make make it real. And I'm really looking forward, I'm really looking forward to who they're going to get to voice him. Oh. You know, I mean, it's kind of like Age of Ultron. We had James Spader, and he Which really surprised awesome. me. He really surprised me. You know, it's it's amazing what just an actor can do with their voice. And I can't wait to see what they're going to do with Crank. Morgan so. Freeman. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, can you imagine that? He goes, and then the turtles. Yeah. The, the, oh, yeah. The turtles plumage. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. anyway, back to these little. But back, to, back to the meat of the matter. <laughs> hey, no problem. No problem. I enjoy, I enjoy the talk here. Okay, after that. Oh, Constantine. With another yeah, really great movie. It was. It's, it's and another great series that got freaking canceled too quickly. Exactly. But I will say, you know, Fuck Keanu, NBC. I know. Keanu Reeves was a good choice uh, for the character. I know he, uh, I mean, you know, you got the cancer down. Yeah. You got that thing, you know. You know, the well, things. it's like I, I kind of crap on Keanu Reeves off and on because he's made some stupid freaking He's made some stinkers. Yeah, but Constantine was an awesome one. John Wick was blew my brains out. Yeah. But uh, Constantine was freaking awesome. They did it really well. Uh, mm -hmm. Gavin Rosdell, a.k.a. Mr. Gwen Stefani. Yeah. He played his role perfectly. He was a damn good actor, and I would have loved mm -hmm. to see him do more acting after that. Oh, absolutely. Constantine is a very underrated flick. It was. It was. And, um, um, oh, just uh, so much effort going into it. And uh, it was a nice gamble. The thing is, this was not a well-known superhero that they were... Uh, it wasn't. I believe it came out around the time the Affleck uh, Daredevil, right? Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, I think a little after, yes. Yeah, so it kind of, it may have got lost in the fog of that. It did. Uh, it did, but I mean, um, I, I talk, I, you know, you know what's really funny? I talk to people about Constantine. Nobody hates it. Yeah. Nobody seems to hate it. They go, oh yeah, that was a Keanu Reeves movie, right? Yeah, it was a good movie. But it just, it just kind of goes off the radar. I think that's the key thing. I think that's what Jeff was probably reason Jeff put it on his list. It's probably not one of those movies people look at you going like, really? You like Constantine? It's more, uh, it's, if we want to stick with the food metaphors, uh-huh. it's like if you like a particular soda that's only on the East Coast. Oh, like, yeah. Damn, I love Jolt. But nobody yeah. hates Jolt. Yeah, know? nobody so hates Jolt, but it's not around but as much. you can't get it as much. That's a very good way of putting it. But I, I could still consider I'm a metaphor it, machine. I'll still call it a junk food movie. Yeah. I, I, it is. It definitely fits the role. It definitely does. Uh, he says, both Rob Zombie Halloweens. Very underrated flicks. And uh, uh-huh. I have talked to people about those movies where they're like, those well, movies suck. Well, a lot of people are torqued because, you know, it broke the rule. It's like, oh my God, after all these years, we got Mike, uh, Michael Myers actually talks and says, die. I mean, really? Yeah. Really? This is what we're going to have Michael Myers say? But I'm like, this is not the Michael Myers you know. It's exactly it. It's mm-hmm. it's the Michael Myers of Rob Zombie's, Rob Zombie's uni- universe. Exactly. And then also, too, a lot of people with Halloween 2 hated that movie. People hated uh-huh. that flick. I loved it. Because they went such a weird direction with it. Right. The whole the white horse. White horse and the ghost and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, oh, you gotta kill her, you gotta bring her to us. Yeah, it's like... But this is what he sees. These are the things in his head. Is he seeing spirits or is... Uh, is are, 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 Have we delved or have we dived? Yeah. Have we dived into Michael's psyche? Oh, yeah, exactly. And because he... we, didn't, we didn't know what the hell he was doing. I mean, it was kind of a... The remake was kind of almost well, not, not shot by shot, but it's got its own. It, 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 it stayed, it stayed in the uh, uh, legacy of the original. Right. But Rob put a spin on it. Right, and then number two goes a completely original. And then direction. that's the way Rob does his movies. Yeah, I, I I say Rob like I know the dude. Well, you might. <laughs> Yeah, but I think I think you would say, "Call me Rob." I mean, yeah. It, it, actually, the thing is, Rob Zombie seems like somebody I think you would go out and have a beer with. Oh, I'd love. That. I honest to God think. I mean, I've 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 seen his interviews. Yeah, I think you you and he could probably would just shoot the shit for a real long period of time. If you're listening to this, Rob, Phil says we could be friends. Yes, yes. <laughs> Hang out with my friend Josh Gilmore. He loves your shit. So, <laughs> like that. But no, go ahead, go ahead. Like what I was saying though, too. Like, yeah. um. House of Thousand Corpses. Yeah. When that came out, that was a throwback to the 70s. Right. Just gonzo horror flicks. Mm-hmm. Then you get Devil's Rejects, which um, uh, Dr. Satan mm-hmm. told us it's not a sequel. Right. Do not call it a sequel. So it's not a sequel, but it's in the same, it's the same characters in the same vein of House of Thousand Corpses, but it takes it a whole different world. Oh, yeah. Same thing with Halloween. Halloween 1. He did the... Same thing with Invain and of the original and everything. And then we went on New Number direction. two, boom, he spins it. Then you get like his offshoot ones where he does it, his original scripts. The uh, Haunted World of El Bisto. Oh, totally, yeah. Totally underrated flick. But uh-huh. it's totally his own vision of it. Same thing with Lords of Salem. Mindfuck. Is he still doing movies or still going? Yes, he does. Uh, he because is. I'm about to get to his next one. Oh, cool! He's doing a movie called 31. What's this one about? Basically, a group of people, they either get lost or trapped in an abandoned uh, carnival. Right. Where murderous clowns are going to kill them. 
<laughs> you know, nobody can really do that justice other than Robin, Rob Zombie. Yeah. I'm just You just described that to me, and I'm like, I can't think of anybody better for the job. Yeah, and I've seen some stills from it, and I will show you the stills when we get done recording. Oh, cool. I look forward and to that. It's, it's like... Oh, I'm in. It's good. Like be. I said, I may not always be into his stuff, but I am happy that he's making you know movies. Because yeah. the thing is, you know, I mean, some of the stuff's hit and miss with me, but you know, I like I said, just as an artist, I do respect the dude. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it, at first, he was rumored to uh, be remaking the Blob, which I was like, it'd be cool to see. That him. might be fun. But then he dropped it, and, and then he went to this thirty-one. I was like, oh cool, he's doing Man. the original. Well, all I know is that I think in. Um, <laughs> I think in Rob Zombie's version, I think everybody will be bigger assholes in Blob. Like, everybody are deliberately... It's like, I can imagine this. Now, tell, you can tell me that I'm wrong. Uh. But, say that there's a woman that's got a baby in, uh, baby in her hand, and the Blob's coming after her. And in order to save her own life, she throws her baby at the Blob. Don't you think he might write something like that? Because he could kind of go things in an obscure thing. I think people, he could. It's, but... well, it's, it's how people react in a panic. And <laughs> well, that's exactly yeah. the thing, too. I wouldn't really uh, categorize Rob Zombie alone in that world, too, because yeah. I could see multiple directors There's doing There's multiple that. directors that would do that. I think that's including the guy that actually did the movie uh, Feast. Yeah. Uh, the director of that. Uh, uh, Gillard. Gillard, yeah. Yeah, the, we met at Days of the Dead. Yeah, we met at Days of the Dead, and you also met his father. You, yeah. were, you were standing at the urinal with his dad. Yes. <laughs> Did we ever do a wrap-up episode of the Days of the Dead? Yeah, we did. Okay. But I, 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 I'm surprised that we didn't mention that you, you and he were... No, I think we did mention that I was at the yeah, urinal. Yeah, that's right, you did. And, uh, I mean, like I said, they weren't they weren't chatting next to each we other. We weren't crossing streams or anything. No, 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 but uh, they were right next to each other washing hands, and he looks over at uh, Josh, he goes, do you think that George Clooney story was true? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, he was just shooting the shit. It it's like how we were talking about the, kind of the, not really jadedness, just the second nature, the cons that became for yeah, us where it's just, just like with the guy was yeah, good. Hey, but in my mind I'm like ah, I know and I sat down going I just talked to that dude I went oh no fucking way because the thing is I had already peed Yeah, and I felt bad because I didn't piss I could have had you'd have been on the other side of him it made it really awkward oh my god that would have been hilarious all three of us are draining our lizards and he's just <laughs> Honestly, if we would have probably approached him going like uh, can we do a vine with you standing at the urinals they'd be like first like what's a vine that's like, oh, just six seconds of video. We just want to stand. You don't have to be peeing or anything. Just us stand there, and we could be dorky fanboys, and you're just standing there and go, we'll talk to you for a couple seconds, and you can just be like, seriously, dudes, I'm fucking peeing it. He would have probably been down he for it. Been, he would have been down for it. Yeah. He's, uh, so he he seems like that type of dude. He did. Yeah. I mean, like I said, he just get. do you think that George Clooney story, story was true? true? <laughs> yeah. That's one of my favorite con stories, by oh, the way. We had so many of them. Oh, here's a good one. The Star Wars prequels. I'm going to tell you this. I hate almost everything that's come from those prequels. Yeah. I love Ewan McGregor. Y- yeah. But there's a little aspects of it. It's weird how much Natalie Portman's starting to get shit. Oh, is she really? What's yeah, going I'm, on? I'm just starting to get, like, overhearing conversations at work and stuff like that where people are just like, oh, Natalie Portman sucked in that movie. Oh, my God. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. I haven't heard that. Oh, they haven't <laughs> seen her in Black Swan, have they? No. And I think, well, it was mainly girls that were saying it, so it's probably more of a cattiness. Oh, 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 girls do not like other girls. Well, yeah, like... Even that, if you're best friends, girls don't like other girls. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Natalie Portman was awesome in it. Uh, Ewan McGregor. Mm-hmm. Samuel L. Jackson was a badass in it. Oh, yeah, Mace Windu? Yeah. Oh, my God, do you remember those little memes? Yeah, who's the Jedi that delivers nine times a day? Mace! Damn I still right. love the story of how he got his lightsaber color. Oh, yeah? He flat up went to George Lucas like... 
can my lightsaber be purple? And Lucas is like, why? And, and Lucas kind of explained the reason behind the colors. He's like, I just want to be able to watch the movie with people and go, there I am. <laughs> <laughs> and Lucas just was like, okay. <laughs> I love the fact that you know, because every color d- does mean something. Yeah. I love that. I don't I don't know what they are, but I, I, I love the little things. Uh, oh, and uh, if, when you can, check out Warp Zone, yeah. where they really tear apart the living hell out of the... Uh, the, the the new lightsaber. Yeah. And they say, you know, anybody who knows lightsabers knows that they can't do that. How the hell does the crystal do that? I've seen things that are for and against it. Well, my theory fun. on it is it's kind of a multi-purpose. Oh, yeah? Like, he has it in the trailer. We see him with it with the normal-looking lightsaber with the two little yeah. little flames. The cross, cross guard. Yeah. I think it could be during battle. It can easily just switch it. Mm. And it goes into a staff. Oh, that would be fun. It's a multi-purpose thing where, like, he can go to the staff, and then when he gets back to like one-on-one, mm-hmm. he flicks it again, and it goes right back to the normal lightsaber. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, because yeah. I've seen people going like, "What the hell's up with the cross lightsaber?" I know what's wrong with the cross guard. That cross then, guard cause is causing more shit than the double-sided staff. Yeah, I and mean, uh, yeah, but uh, back to his thing, I I do agree. Like, there's some. I, I'm one of the people like you that was just like, no, yeah, <laughs> Jar Jar, no, no. And the thing is, and also the little with, kid winning uh, the race and then saving the universe. Yeah, and the Clone Wars stuff. You know, uh, I know, I know. Uh, that's okay. But no, I'm not defending Clone Wars mm-hmm. because still it was a crap movie. But it yeah. took me forever to finally decide to watch it. Oh, I'm talking about the animated Clone Wars. First oh, you're talking about the, the animated Clone Wars. There was Clone. the Clone Wars pilot okay. that made it the theaters, and then uh, Cartoon Network put out all those. Oh, okay, you're not, not talking a, about Attack of the Clones, this episode two. No, no, I'm not talking about that. No. I'm talking about, well, it, it, it shares the, the whole universe. I mean, like I said, I got so prequeled out. I'm like, I miss Chewie, I miss Han. I miss and then Luke. we got the trailer where it's Han and Chewie, and Han's going, we're home. We're home. And I'm it's like, Ah, yeah, yeah. Yay, it's yeah. I like. I'm like. I missed seeing those characters, and like I said, I got so tired of the new ones. But I do have to. I will stand strong with episode three. That was when they fun. announced the prequels. I was like, okay, I know I can probably give a crap about episode one and two. It's going to be episode three because episode three is going to give us the crossover. Oh yeah, it's going to cause eating Christian. Yes. As Anakin to be that actually was dark. satisfying to me. Yeah, the fight with them and everything, and then Natalie Portman dying and everything. It was perfect. Everything before that it was kind of shit. Yes, but the build up to that fight was uh, everything what uh, everybody rallied for. And the thing is, I'm like, I'm glad I got to see that. Yeah. Oh, and of course, Yoda fighting the Emperor was a lot of fun. Oh, that was awesome. Uh, I remember the teaser. Oh yeah, the original tag. Like you will know why Yoda is the master. Exactly. And, and uh, you we did. did. We yeah, did. Exactly. And, and now that I'm sorry, did I say I hated everything that came from the prequels? I guess I have to admit that because I did like the Yoda fights. Well, you the way to admit it would be the bad does outweigh the good of those prequels. There we go. There we go. I guess that's the best way to put it. Because there are certain things, like we said, Jar Jar, that puts double the weight. <laughs> there you go. That's just too much, and thank God he's only in the one. Uh, and a couple of brief cameos. Well, I think that was just Lucas going like, you know what? He's my creation. I'm going to throw him in here. All right. Well, just to just to piss you people off. Here we go. You say there's a people going to die. <laughs> Which another thing um, was honestly a really cool thing. My brother told me that Lucas said in an interview. Somebody asked him, "Did you watch the trailer for the new one?" He's like, 
He no. doesn't want to see it until it's in He's going blind. I love that. Just and like Doug does. And he's like, this is the first time in about 37 years I'm able to go into a Star Wars movie blind. I think that's funny. That is awesome. That is awesome that he wants to do that. He goes, I want to see it where... I want it's to fresh. see the trailer where... It, uh, yeah, and he wants to see it the way it's intended. It's intended to... Be, the teaser is supposed to be seen <clears throat> in theaters. Yeah. And that's the way he wants to see it. I think he should do it this way. When he goes to see the original movie, the new movie come out, he should take like a Boys and Girls Club or like Make-A-Wish Kids or something on. Like, you're going to go see Star Wars with George Lucas. Oh, God, <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, I'd be like... Um... I got some weird disease. Can I go? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. He can't get rich off it anymore, can he? He's already rich. Well, I know he's already rich, but he can't get any more. Yeah, I think he still has the merchandising. No shit. Yeah. So which he is sold, smart. He, so he sold the movie rights. Yeah. So he can't. He won't make any more movies. He, but he'll still get the merchandising rights. But I think it's still. I think the he doesn't have the new movie merchandising rights. Right. I think he still has the merchandising rights for okay, his initial. Oh, now that'll keep him fed for the rest of his life. Exactly, and that's oh, okay. the whole thing. Like when he got paid by Disney, he never, he didn't keep any of the money. He donated all the charity. That's what I heard. Yeah, and it's like Lucas is fine. Oh yeah, it he didn't to, need. The, you mean he didn't need the big paycheck? No, I love that. He just probably got to the point where he's like, "Fuck the fanboys, yeah. I'm done." That's right. Uh, yeah, and well, the fan fanboys had been very cruel. Yeah, I will admit we that. give grief, but we're not as venomous as those fucks. Oh no, 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 no! Talk I about Biden hand that feeds us. No, I have I have seen them been downright cruel, and the thing is, I know of his humble beginnings, and I can see the little things like you know, there's a little bit of cowboy. There's I'm like there, there's a there's a space odyssey here. Exactly, and it's his creation, and it falls down to that. Everybody that goes, oh, you should have messed with it. It's his. Exactly. So it's, you know, it's, he can do whatever he wants. But it's like I said, he can make a hardcore gay porno with Han and Chewie and be like, hey, you want to be pissed here? Oh, you ever see that video? Yeah. yeah. What did you do with the Star Wars that I used to know? Oh, yeah. I saw that video. I was like. Isn't that a trip? That was a cool video. I didn't want I to see the dude's it. like mangina going on. Oh, there. no, I didn't like that. But that was funny. It was but a really good thing. It was a very good parody. Yeah. <laughs> well, tell me about the Star Wars that I used to know. Uh, Krull. Uh, on his is on his list. Here. Never seen it. Never had any intention. This is it. another thing where I've just got to slap the living shit out of you. That that looked horrible. You don't know what the glaive? You don't know what the glaive is? Glaive. No, just I know Kroll. I'm talking about Kroll, right? Yeah, I'm talking about Kroll. Yeah, no, it looked horrible. It's the um, who was the star of it again? I'm afraid I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you got me. Oh, get off your soapbox, bitch. I'm not going to get off my soapbox, bitch. I know what the glaive is. That thing's the fucking star as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, no, I've never okay. seen Kroll. Okay, that's No right. intentions. Alright. So I will give Jeff the... Okay, so Josh is giving you the... Eh? And I will give you... Good for you. That's awesome. I'm yeah. glad you have that in your DVD library. Okay, now, uh, the next one is uh, Creature 2010. I don't know about this, do you? I don't know either. Oh, man. So this will be a quick conversation. Creature, uh, okay. Uh, Creature 2010. I We're, we're going to look that up. Jeff, thank you. Uh, or, or Jeff, feel free to yell at me on Joe yeah, Ball. <laughs> now, you know, the thing is, I'm really curious. Uh, so thank you, Jeff. I'm going to give that a look, and uh, maybe I'll go what the fuck. Yeah. Um, the Toolbox Murders, um, that was done in 1978. Never heard of it. I never heard of that one either. Man, so he got us twice. You know what? Like yeah. he's been a friend of the show for a while and everything. I'm gonna figure out a way. We're gonna get him on. Um, we gotta get him on the show. We gotta get a call in with him. And maybe, yeah, maybe we could talk about the toolbox murders and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh look, Gator Bait. Both Gator Bait movies. Have you seen these? No. I haven't seen those either. But it sounds a like a like Gator Bait, <laughs> Bait kind of sounds like squeal. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, he, he's probably going, you don't know you fuckers, that's <laughs> yeah. not what it is. That's the reason why he just popped in my mind, like, you know what, we we gotta figure out in the next few months a way to get Jeff. Uh, get a phone to in? Get a phoner in with him. That would be great, because that would be fun. Okay, check this out. Alright, I know you know this one. Seth MacFarlane's Cavalcade of co- Cartoon Comedy. Not technically a movie. No, no, but it's a collection of, uh, I guess, rejected shorts? Yeah, re- no, it wasn't even rejected shorts. I but believe they were just it was shorts. just shorts that he released online. They're funny as hell. They are funny. But I, it also, like, you show them to anybody else, like, half of them would be like... People will go, As soon as you say Seth MacFarlane, like, oh, fuck. I know, I know, you gotta be familiar with this. And also, oh my god, what about... You want to know what's a real random one uh, sketch on there? Was uh, Fred Flintstone taking a shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, he is, all he is does is struggle, and every time he succeeds, he goes... <laughs> yeah. I mean, but that's that that's the experiment. It's McFarland's humor. <laughs> <laughs> but I can get past that. Uh, what's the other one here? Oh, in every which way but loose? Yeah, Clint Eastwood's monkey movie. Oh, Orangutan. Right. Sorry. Orangutan. Those, those, uh, you don't call uh, him a monkey. Yeah, those environmentalists out there are going, get it right, fucker. Orangutan. Um, perhaps, Le- left turn Clyde. <laughs> yeah, he says, perhaps one of those properties will make for a good discussion. Have fun appreciating the junk. That was from Jeffrey. Although, all those wonderful things that actually took up a majority of the conversation were from Jeff Ramsey. So thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. And like I said, definitely we, we need to get him. Yeah, get a phoner going with it. Um, did you? Uh, do you want me to go to the next one, or do you want to go to uh, one of your lists? Because I only have uh, one more. Uh, Trish, I have. A... You know what? Uh, well, hers is pretty short, so let's go ahead and go with hers. Okay, Crybaby, Hair, and Grease Two. All three, I would agree, definitely junk food yeah. movies, especially Grease Two. <laughs> all three musical. What would they do if they knew it was Michael? Thanks for giving me away, you assholes. Yeah. So yeah. And then Crybaby. <laughs> Was meant to be a junk food movie. Oh, absolutely. Because it's Sean Waters. Uh-huh. Half of his movies are junk food movies. Oh, of course. Yeah, like Pecker. One of my underrated favorites is Pecker. <laughs> yeah. And just John Waters' movies in general. He goes for the gut when it comes to kitsch and camp. And, and it works. Yeah, the big flamer he is. Cry baby, crying yeah. all the time. And it, and it shows also, too, that Johnny, like, everybody kind of gives grief to Johnny Depp now for being, doing weird characters. And I know. He's been doing this for a while. He's been doing before. it for years. It's just like, you know, he became mainstream with uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, and now everybody, and now he went from, uh, you know, he's an A-lister, yeah. you know, and people are like, whoa, you're doing weird shit. And the thing is, I saw the movie Mordecai. Yeah. This is the closest that he looked uh, to being How was normal. that? It wasn't really that good. I mean, no, no, no. I mean, it was good. I think I, I think I will call it. I think it might be a junk food movie. Yeah, because like well, with me, when I first saw the previous Mordecai, I did the thing everybody else went. It was like, huh? There's nothing wrong with his performance. Johnny Depp is freaking hilarious. Yeah, but then you got to look huh? at it where it's Johnny Depp and uh, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow playing British characters. Yeah, knowing they're very American. Yes, and they also spend a good time just making fun of his terrible mustache. Exactly. And um, I think it was everybody just was like read the script and was like. You know what? What the hell? But it's Johnny Depp close, uh, coming close to where he looks as close as he has ever come in a while to just looking like himself. Because yeah. everything else is where he makes big... I, I noticed that he, he makes really big bank and the really big hits when he looks weird. Yeah. You know, look at uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, Sweeney Todd, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, um, and uh, what's, the, what's another good one? Um, uh, Lone Ranger. That movie may have bombed. But it was a big enough hit. To... That was a damn good movie. Though. It was. It... And I think it was the budget and the bad yeah. press that 
shot it in its foot. And a long, uh, oh, uh, Lone Ranger, I will, uh, there, there's another junk, junk food movie. A lot of people just go, why the fuck did you like that? But I'm like, you gotta I, watch it. I, you gotta watch it, yeah. I mean, it introduced me to that new Wilhelm scream. Oh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, but um, also, what too, he's in Tusk. Oh, yeah, Johnny Depp is in Tusk. And his character in there is weird. Oh, Because my he gosh. plays a French-Canadian inspector. Oh, okay. And I will admit, the way they bring him in was such a weird moment. Like, if I didn't know Kevin Smith movies like the way I do, you wouldn't have seen I'd have been thrown out of it. Wow. Because it's like, the, there's a big reveal scene, and then it cuts to right. Johnny Depp's reveal, and it's just like, wait, what? Huh? It was just kind of out of park, but you kind of followed it because you were a Kevin Smith fan? Yeah, exactly. I, I let cool. it go. I wasn't the dude that, when I went and saw Tusk in theaters, they did the reveal I was talking about, which I'm not going to... That's one you spoiler don't I don't want to do. No, no, don't do that. As soon as they did it, the dude stood up and was like, fuck this. Walked out of theater. Never seen that in my life in theaters. Never, huh? Oh, dude my God. just going, fuck it. And left his two friends in there going, should we go after him? Uh, <laughs> they were just left at a loss? Yeah. And I, I've probably said on here before when I talked about seeing Tusk and everything, I can almost guarantee they're probably either thinking, he was our ride. We better go. Uh, we better go follow him, right? Or, oh. or Steve is never going to let this go. He's going to be a prick. <laughs> if we leave him out there any longer. Oh, for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, I wanted to I, I queued up the the uh, part where uh, the Lone Ranger gets shot by an arrow. This to me, I think, is should be the new Wilhelm scream. This is where he gets shot with an arrow. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah, uh, it's true. That is a good. And there, the other part of it that I really like. Is at the end where uh, Lone Ranger goes, Hi ho, Silver Away, and Tonto's like, Don't do that again. Don't ever do that again. That was funny. Oh, this is like, Oh, yeah. that is awesome. Anyway, I am sorry if I, I got a little off topic there, but those were Trisha's submissions. You're too apologetic. Well, I know, I know, but the thing, uh, you know, I just, I, I, I get a, a, you you people inspire me. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I get on a rant after, you know, hearing people you know, talking or hearing their views and stuff like that. And I just enjoyed ro- rolling with, you know, like Jeff and Trish's uh, great choices. They were great. They were submissions so good that I'm like, man, that is good. Let's talk about those. Exactly. For a I had and to. also, too, remember our off my conversation soon. Memory won't be an issue. Right. It will not be an issue. Hopefully. <laughs> Here we go. So uh, let you. We split the list up because we got a couple of good, really good submissions from people. Very so good, yeah. Those are the first two. I get the next ones. Cool. So uh, what do you have? The first one comes from Yoshio from uh, Joe Blow. Oh, cool. Movie Fan Central. Uh, I'll just read his uh, list from Batum. Verbatim. Verbatim. Verbatim, okay. His says, notably that kooky Bob Hoskins... Uh, Super Mario Brothers movie, of course. <laughs> he took one of mine. Yeah, well, that's good because I had to replace one. Yeah, so go ahead. Super Mario Brothers was a given. It was going to come up somewhere. I in this knew episode. it. I was gonna. If it didn't come up somewhere, like I said, I will have to say that if not for Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo, I would not have enjoyed that movie as much as I did. I I only give credit to Bob Hoskins, and this is not knocking John Leguizamo. Well, no, John Leguizamo. He was the pretty boy. He was. He, he wasn't at his best. One, no mustache. Right. Luigi has to have a mustache. Yeah, and, and he's capable of growing one the fuck. Yeah, and also, too, not being racial or anything, uh-huh. Luigi is Italian, not, not Puerto Rican. Oh, <laughs> right. And uh, they weren't fooling anybody. Yeah, 
But but that whole movie, they, they weren't fooling anybody. No, they weren't. <laughs> Mario Brothers plumbing. Uh, but you know, he was doing his Eddie Valiant. I love it. Yeah, but it was per- it was it was. I love Bob Hoskins so much. Rest in peace, sir. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he says the Bob Hoskins Super Mario Brothers movie. Can't help it. I get a kick out of it. We all do. <laughs> we all do, buddy. You did. I could go up. I, I watch it every year. <laughs> and and there, and there are those people that those video game purists that go that that was crap. Yeah, it's like how would how would you do a Super Mario movie? Like, I would do it Mario Kart Beyond Thunderdome. You know what? You, you, <laughs> just for oh, I know, I remember that. You know what? For shits and giggles, one of these days, just check out the trailer. The trailer for Super Mario Brothers. The the check, Hoskins one or the Bob Hoskins. Oh one. yeah, check out the original trailer. It's like, man, this this is fucking sweet. Yeah. <laughs> well, you had to think back in the day when we first saw that trailer. It was like, oh my god, Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next up. Um, the others would be the wonderfully cornball, so stupidly bad, it's awesome. <laughs> Our most recent why? Oh my god! Street you're Fighter kidding. movie. You're kidding me! Yeah. Great. Talk about callback. Cool, cool, cool. Um, Good for Street you. Fighter with uh, Jean Claude Van Damme and Raul Julia. I, well, like I said again, you know, it's like they uh, may, may be odd, but so happy it does exist. Yeah, it's a cornball movie, and we like jump back to our Y episode. We, we went talked in, all about it. We went in going with Venom, and then we got to the end where we we're like, you know what? It's it's what it is. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, it it's existence. It's a lot better than Legend of Chun Li. It, it is. <laughs> when, when that movie is better than Chun Li, you really screwed up. Exactly. <laughs> and that was about hit, it on his. Cool. Next uh, up is from our good friend Robin. She was supposed to be here today. Unfortunately, due to circumstances beyond all of our control, she wasn't able to be here today. So cool. We, what does Robin have? I think I, I think the circumstances beyond our control was the fact that she probably wasn't ready to come back after two years. Like I don't want to be with those dudes in a room. Oh again. god, yeah, we're we're we don't we never shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. I'll never get into a word edgewise. I know, I know. But, be, oh, well, this, Robin, this one's for you. Be fucking. <laughs> so <laughs> might as well call back from that one. Yeah, there you but go. But also too, she's definitely going to be back when we do our uh, Pee Wee episode. Oh, absolutely, or, or sooner. I yeah. hope so. Yeah, but her choices. Uh, first one off the list was Killer. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh, God bless. That's an awesome one. Yeah, awesome one, but also... That's as sweet as the cotton candy that it's put on. Yeah. Oh, God, I remember that scene where they're ripping apart the cotton candy and it's bodies. Oh, God, that was twisted. Seeing that as a kid, it's like, what the fuck? The overall design of those suckers is great. Oh, yeah, very visually great freaking movie. Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, Next one, uh, Freeway. I believe it's the Reese Witherspoon, uh, Keith Sutherland, uh, Warped... uh, acid trippy version of R- Little Red Riding Hood. Oh my god, I think I missed that. Yeah, it, it's a good one. Freeway? Yeah, Freeway. I'll have to look that up. Yeah. Uh, the House on Haunted Hill remake. Oh, which, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen chunks of that. I've seen the Rift Tracks version of it and everything. Actually, I think I went to the Rift Tracks version. You went version. to the Rift Tracks version? That's gotta be fun. Yeah, it was a good one. And yeah, that one. I was... remember when that movie used to kind of scare me a little, but now... Even the remake? Well, yeah, the remake. And with Chris Kattan and everybody running around? Yeah. Well, thing is, I don't know. It's one of those things you got to be in the right frame of mind. I could kind of imagine, because, I mean, I, I've been in houses where you have, like, those kind of, you know, uh, statuesque oh, yeah. things. And the thing is, I can imagine those things just going, oh, like, in that right state of mind. Yeah, yeah. And if it's dark and the light plays tricks on you, yeah. Well, even, not even the, in a house like that. Like, I was at Universal Studios last time I was there with my season pass. I'm in line getting herded in and everything. And when you first walk in, there's that, uh, the statues of the director and cameraman and everything. Oh, yeah. And the clapboard guy 
was an actual person. So he's oh. doing the usual clap. Doing the clap. Oh, God. Trying to freak people out or getting closer to people. Yeah. And doing the freak out thing. It was like, yeah, if that fucker snuck up behind me, I'd, I would not be happy. Yeah. It's like, I, I, would, I wouldn't, like, go swinging or anything, but I'd be like, yeah, you suck. Yeah, it's like, that's not cool. <laughs> not cool, dude. Not cool, man. Yeah. yeah. But I, to, you see what I'm talking about. Like I said, it's just the right frame of mind. It can it can trick you. Out. Can yeah, it can screw with you big time. I mean, Five Nights at Freddy's is really not that scary. But if you sat down and listened to the history, you know, people's theorized histories or what it's yeah. about, uh, you see my property, right? Yeah. You go outside, take the trash out, and suddenly you're gonna think that something's gonna fucking jump out. Oh hell! When we recorded it, the creepy pasta episode. Oh my god! You were like. I was. I don't want the paperwork here. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I'm like, hey, here, you want to take that? I'm just like, yeah. And I was afraid you were gonna fuck around with me or something. Well, if I knew that was gonna freak you out that much, I would have. I know you would have. I don't know. I just, but it was good. I mean, we'll like figure out a way to get Nick to sneak in here and fuck oh, with you. That would have been funny. The creepy pasta episode. Uh, it was fun, and like I said, oh, those yeah. things are like total bullshit. But like I said, when you're in the right frame of mind, they you know, can fuck with you. They can, they can, and, and that and that was the kind of fun. You left, and I'm like, oh god, I hope Alicia comes home soon because <laughs> yeah. I was afraid the little like the the, the the muskrat wolf dude was just gonna come out of nowhere and or Jimmy was gonna go like, hot. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, it's Slender Man! But you know, you need some carbs. <laughs> Here's a sandwich. Leave me alone. You see what I'm talking about, though? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah. Uh, House on Haunted Hill remake. Next up, Drowning Mona. Honestly. I've seen Drowning Mona. That was a dark comedy Danny classic. Yeah, it was yeah. good. Yeah. Bette Miller, Liv Tyler. I think Matt Dillon was in it. But it is one of those ones that nobody talks about, so I can see why it's on the list. Yeah, I think it kind of falls in line with uh, the one Jeff was talking about where we're talking about. It's more of that junk food that's only on the East Coast, but you're talking about it on the West Coast. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Uh, one that she mentioned uh, during the time that she was with us, Mommy Dearest. Oh, God! Now, that one, ugh, that one's just great. That's great. I yeah. Mean, uh, her performance, I mean, uh, um, I, I can't really say enough positive about it because oh, it yeah. is one of those things just kind of... It's jump. a weird camp classic, but it's a good one. But also, too, there's the people that see Mommy Dearest as like, what? <laughs> I, I know, I know exactly. The, the, yeah, the, the wire hanger movie, right? <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's the one. You know, it's yeah. like it's like it's like yes, mommy dearest. I told you when you said that I wanted you to mean it. It's like oh my god, I think my shit just shit itself. Yeah, yeah so my shit shat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, all the William Castle movies. Oh, those are those the, the uh, original ha- haunting house on Haunted Hill. I okay, those are and cool. the the. All the 13 the Ghosts and 13 all, those, ghosts, yeah. all those 3D gimmicky the, ones. The old school gimmicky Oh, those ones. are great. Vincent Price and everything, yeah. Yeah, uh, very bad things. Cameron Diaz, uh, Jean Favreau. Oh, yeah. Uh, Christian Slater. Mm-hmm. I used to hate that movie so much. Yeah. Because, like, uh, me and my friends rented it when we were down to sleep over at my house and everything. And we watched it. And we would be into those type of movies, but we got to the end of that one and just going, like, it felt dirty. Oh, well... Because it was just such a downer movie. Oh, you want to see that For a comedy. Remember the movie Sleepers? Never seen it. Oh! (laughs) There's a part... Well, it's about these kids that uh, they they wind up in juvie, but they uh, they get... uh, They, uh... They get, uh, oh, this is the one with like Leonardo DiCaprio. No, yeah, yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio and Kevin Bacon. Yeah, Kevin Bacon's the guard, and uh, they have this. The, the the infamous scene is where you know you just kind of see Kevin Bacon pumping. 
Yeah. The kids. So there's something that should not make you feel good. Well, that, well, that's a drama. That's a like a hardcore drama. But very bad things. It was, was a comedy. Comedy, and yeah. you felt dirty after watching it. It was just, it, yeah, it just ended so it, the entire thing. But then, like a couple years later, I watched it. I watched it once on Comedy Central, which was a weird like TV edited version. So I was just like, mm-hmm. maybe I need to give this one another shot. Oh. And I watched it. I was like, okay, okay, I I understand it now. I know now what they were gunning for. Right. But there are still those people out there that are just like, fuck this movie. Uh, you're going to get all kinds. You yeah. Know? Because it, it's such a, ah, movie. <laughs> Where they're <laughs> chopping up bodies and, oh. and and people are getting paralyzed. Their legs are being amputated. It's just, it's, a, it's very bad things going on. Oh, I know. I know, that's twisted. That's the one with Daniel Stern, right? You know, yeah, Daniel was, Stern. Yeah, and they went. Yeah, Daniel Stern too, wound up getting killed in that. that yeah, was twisted. Yeah, it's a twisted movie, but a very underrated, very drunk food movie. Yeah. Uh, to finish off her list, uh, we got Dracula, Dracula, Dead and Loving It. We've mentioned that before. Oh, that one was great. Yeah, but uh, Mel it's Brooks a, great. It's but it's an underrated. It is. It's one that when you talk about Mel Brooks movies, usually isn't on people's list. No, people talk Spaceballs. They'll talk about uh, Life Stinks. They'll yeah. talk about uh, a uh, lot of stuff. Yeah, Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Yeah, they'll they'll, they'll talk about all those and all those ones. Yeah. But Dracula Dead and Living is usually on the bottom of the list, or not even mentioned. It is, but you know, when you compare it to the satires that come out now, I think the movie really holds up. Well, that's the whole thing. Mel Brooks was and still is because oh, yeah. he's still a freaking feisty, active old dude. Oh God, he is a funny old dude too. Yeah, I mean, he has not. I mean, he does not miss a beat. I don't know. If it's that wonderful Jewish comedian in the goon, yeah, the dude, but he just his timing, he's just got. Well, it's like time. how you're talking about Rob Zombie and like how much me, you think me and him would get along. You're like, yeah, I would uh, do so many illegal things just to be able to interview Mel Brooks. Oh yeah, and it would it'd be more likely just me sitting there going, "Teach me wise one." <laughs> oh, pretty much. Yeah, it'd be like the monk. Yeah, it's like we will be we we will we will be on our shins on this boulder. Yeah, yeah it's like. Going to Valhalla, just going. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He is the Odin. He is he, the comedy Odin. He is Buddha. He is. Yes. He is the Mecca. <laughs> he is. He he is the Muhammad. Don't kill me. <laughs> God, I'm gonna get us a death threat for that one. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, that's okay. Everybody else is. Why not us? Yeah. Why not us? Yeah. Um. Next up is Super Troopers. Oh, that's. But she uh, did the make broken a, lizards guys. Yeah, yeah, she did make a certain comment about that one where it's like a lot of people do agree with that movie though. And I did make the comment of I this is where I see it with Super Troopers. There's those ones that saw it first and kind of stumbled across it and that deserve to hold it on uh-huh. their junk food movie line. Mm-hmm. But then there's those stoners, those guys are like <laughs> those guys are funny. Oh yeah. And not even understanding what, what why why it's funny why They're it's not, funny what, the history of these guys where they came from and everything and i i know i'm i kind of went hipster on that a little bit <laughs> oh no no that's fine yeah. yeah but yeah but there's another movie um that reminds me that i'll just throw out right now that's definitely a junk food movie club dread i was about to mention that one and beer fest and then uh we'll just wrap our list up right now with tommy boy Tommy Boy with uh, Chris Farley and David, David Spade. Spade. Awesome. I like Tommy Boy way more than... Uh, Black Sheep. Yeah, Black Sheep, yeah. Yes, it, very true. Like, Black Sheep is pretty much Tommy Boy. 
it is. It is. It was basically yeah, yeah, the sequel. Yeah. But Tommy Boy was better. I like the part where it was they break original. And co- break out into uh, uh, the Carpenters because they're <laughs> yeah they're they're getting high off the uh, the stuff in the car. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, that good. wraps up our I guess um, non audio submitted yeah uh, picks. Huh. And then notice I say non-audio because you know what's next. <laughs> yeah, you, obviously we got some audio ones. So uh, we got a couple friends that came through and uh, left us some audio. And here you go. Hey, what's going on? This is Nick. And uh, I'm sorry I can't be in the studio with you guys today. Uh, however, uh, this is the way you're going to hear me for a little while until our little darling baby comes along. And I will be glad to jump back in with you assholes <laughs> soon enough. Anyhow, uh, on to my junk food movie picks. Uh, I have two, and I'm going to go with a classic from the late 80s. Uh, A Jean-Claude Van Damme title by the name of Bloodsport. Now, this is a movie that is (laughs) supposed to be uh, kind of an auto... Well, not an autobiographical, but a a biopic about a guy named Frank W. Dukes. That's D-U-X, who was one of the first round eyes to train with a ninjutsu master and be invited to this underground secret fighting full contact competition and uh, recorded the fastest knockout and all this other crazy crap. But of course it gets lost into the sugary goodness that is Jean-Claude Van Damme's acting. It's absolutely ridiculous, um, but it is chock full of action and split kicks and uh, if there's one moment that just <laughs> is my favorite, uh, I would say the caramely nougaty center of the whole film, it's when uh, Chun-Li I think is his name uh, <laughs> the, the, the villain in the film, his trainer gives him a pill that he crushes up that's in his waistline and he throws it into Frank Dukes' eyes and he's blind but he remembers the training that his master taught him it's hard not to laugh when I say it, uh, but how to fight blind and anticipate a, a person's moves without being able to see. <clears throat> and of course he utilizes that and uh, of course regains his sight at the end. And it's amazing and it's such a great film and it's a feel-good family action film. Um, <laughs> but it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Uh, trust me guys, this is one of the ones where your wife will look at you and go, what the fuck are you watching? And you just have to smile and go, blood sport, baby. Just go back to bed. Uh, my other pick is one that is, will give you diabetes. It is so junk foody sweet. Uh, and that is Repo the Genetic Opera. Um, I believe the actor's name is Anthony Head, uh, the guy who plays Giles in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, he plays the Repo Man in this, uh, Repo the Genetic Opera, which is basically people who will, uh, they have organs and things that are transplanted into them to save their lives um, or to augment themselves, and when they can't afford to pay the payments on them anymore, he comes and cuts them out of their body. Um, yes, there is another film <laughs> with, with this um, that, that's an actual film, but it came after Repo uh, the Genetic Opera. Um, it's... Paris Hilton is in this, and she sings horribly. Um, probably the only one who sings well is Anthony Head in this one. It is an absolute 
nightmare, but you're so transfixed on watching the television uh, when, you know, when it comes on or the, or the screen. If you can find, I'm, I guarantee there's probably midnight showings down in Hollywood, just like there would be Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, look it up. If you have not seen this, you have to. It, it's absolutely gory and ridiculous and so, so horrible. But when you get done with it, you just kind of feel somewhat better for knowing that you watched that. It's almost like an achievement. If you're a video gamer, you unlock something special. And uh, if you're a soldier, you should be awarded some type of medal for sitting through this whole thing. Uh, it's fucking outstanding. Trust me. Please, please, please pick up Bloodsport and pick up Repo, the genetic opera, as soon as you can and watch these sugary sweet, tasty, tasty ass shitty films. So anyway, those are my picks, and I will see you guys soon. Uh, well, you'll hear me soon anyway. Take care, guys. Hello again, Nowhere audience. It is I, Doug, bringing you a mod. A moment of Doug. A moment with me because I couldn't be on the show. But I'm still here. Hey, can I, can I do it too? You want to do? You want to do? You're not a Doug. You're not. No, I want to do a moment of Doug. No, I want to do a moment of Moon. I want to do a mom. You want to do a mom? Yes. Can I please do a mom? I'm pretty sure you doing a mom is a whole different conversation than what we need to do now. So we're doing a mod mom combo. Yeah, I guess. So we're doing a mop, moment of Porter, (laughs) or mops, or mopping it, mop mop mop. My last name's still Lopez. No, you're a mop. I'm a mop. You said I do. I claim mop. Alright. So do you want to know what the mop is? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Tell me what the mop is. The mop is basically junk food movies. So movies you want to pick out to? No. Not movies you want to pick out to. Movies that you like that everyone else hates. Sort of like the like the foot-long, cheese-filled corn dog of cinema. <laughs> okay. I mean, not necessarily like a bad thing. It's just really obtrusive. You know, I know exactly what you're talking about. For example, we'll go with it. Matrix Revolutions. Right, because everybody hates that. Yeah. Everybody loves it. Yeah. So. Like a foot-long corn dog. Like a foot-long cheese-filled corn dog. <laughs> but see, the thing is, is everybody was saying like, oh, Matrix 1 was amazing. Matrix 2 was the better one. Which actually it wasn't. I don't know if any of you actually watched the movie. If you guys were all just, you know, eating, you know, foot-long cheese-filled corn dogs. <laughs> But Matrix 3 was amazing. You had the Jesus Complex finish. You had that amazing Agent Smith versus Neo fight. No, Neo fight, not Neo fight. <laughs> I, no, That's I, for all you smart, nowhere California listeners out there. <laughs> but it was fight. great. And then it wrapped it up, and we had a really random appearance by Colonel Sanders at the end. It's this old guy. He's called the architect, but he kind of looks like Colonel Sanders. I don't see why anybody couldn't love it. Maybe I'm just missing the point, apparently. Well, see, I, I liked The Matrix, but I didn't see the rest. So. But see, that's the problem. Is everybody was like, Matrix 1 was great. Matrix 2 it was, was great. Better. And then make sure, everybody thought Matrix 3. Everything, I think the problem was everybody just got really burnt out. There's only three movies. Fast and Furious is up to seven. Yeah. Have you, you know, I mean, three two-hour, 45-minute smart movies is about the equivalent of, like, seven-hour <laughs> and 20-minute, like, dumb car movies. Wow. Okay, so what's yours? <laughs> okay, um, I guess my first one is gonna be 
Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo. Oh, so you're you're with the sequel first. I liked the sequel better. You like? Okay, so I'm trying to wrap my head around this. <laughs> Hold on. You liked the sequel to Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. Yeah. Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo, better than the original. Right. And I have a reason why. Was the, it the, the girl that ending? Or? No, the girl that he is in love with, Kate. Yeah. Um, I don't like her. And she's not in the second movie because she got eaten by a shark on their honeymoon. Because he was feeding lettuce to a fish so, or something like that. So you like it because they took people out, not because they put people Right, in. and then he was walking around with her prosthetic leg while he was in Europe because he missed her so much. I could say, okay. Yeah. I mean, I've never... I'm, it was the only part of her he had it's like It's like Matrix Revolutions for you. I've never <laughs> seen Deuce Bigelow. I kind of I kind of got halfway through the first one and was like, this is the movie? Okay, I'm out. <laughs> so, I suppose... Well, and then, okay, so I was in Alabama while I was working, and um, it kept me company. I don't know. Whatever. A guy in a girl's prosthetic leg? Yes, kept me company. Okay. So my second one is going to be even weirder than that one. Robin of Loxley. I don't even know what that. What the hell is Robin of Loxley? You are goddamn liar, sir. You want to know why? We watched that together. Are you? I'm just kidding. I want to see what your reaction oh. would be. I want to see if I had you wrapped around my finger enough to buy anything I said. No, okay. absolutely not. Robin of Loxley was a made-for-TV movie in Canada about a retelling of Robin Hood from the perspective of teenagers in, like, 1996. And Robin... Was this it was set in 96? It was set in like 96, 97. So they're stealing from people's houses and giving it to homeless people? No, they're stealing with computers. Hackers, oh my. Yeah. But then they like really, really <laughs> strong arm the archery in there by saying like the gut, like the kid's parents that, you know, he was stealing from, those three kids played, they did archery and he like had to compete with them. To it was not get prosecuted for stealing from their parents. No, just the to judge like said. for confidence, like because they wouldn't let him arch with them. Yeah, <laughs> I use archery as a verb. You like it? You want to arch? You with can't them. arch. You with can't us. arch with us. I'm gonna steal from your parents. <laughs> <laughs> and it had Sarah Chalk from Scrubs in it, the blonde Chalk A. Chalk A. So I, don't know that, I don't know who that is. You, okay, you know, you know Roseanne. You I do when, know Roseanne. You remember when they, George Lucas, the original daughter out? Yeah. And they replaced her with that other one? Yeah. She's the other one. Okay. Okay. I got that. Okay, so what's your second one? Norbit. Norbit? Yeah. Norbit or Norbert? Is it Norbert? I don't, I don't know. Norbert. It's Norbert. Norbert? <laughs> Take that first Norbit out. So, Bert... No, it's Norbert. Is that the one with uh, Is that the one with Eddie Murphy where he marries the big lady? Rashbusha? Rashbusha? <laughs> like, that's Rash. Really? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She goes to a water park and the guy goes, Excuse me, ma'am, you can't come in here if you're not wearing bottoms. He goes, Oh, no, he goes, Are you wearing bottoms? She goes, Ew, of course I'm wearing bottoms. It's dumb and stupid, but I like it. Not. I like Eddie Murphy. I think I think we do stand corrected, though. What? It's Norbit. It is Norbit. It's Norbit. It's Norbit. Told now you. I, now that I remember correctly. See, you said something, and you have me wrapped around your finger I had so a, much. I had, I had a divine presence come down and, and, and speak to me and tell me that it was Norbit, not Norbert. So. so that was Mop. 
<laughs> I okay. wish we had a better way to end this. So there you go. Uh, that yeah. was the audio uh, portion of our podcast. Knowing oh, it's all th- thanks, guys. Knowing our podcast is only audio. Well, that really does sound stupid when you say it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> Note to self, Josh. Think before you speak. Yeah. Well, we read the text, but you heard our audio. Right? Yeah. <laughs> let's uh, let's just move slowly away from this and get back to the point. Yeah, right? yeah. Let's forget the fact that you even said that. Yes, please. Knowing this will be out to the world, and I probably will not edit it. Shit. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you we got our listener submissions, our friends, because you probably just heard Nick and Doug. Uh huh. Now it's ours. Our right. turn. Sweet. So if you've gotten to this point and you're still listening, thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> now you get to hear our bullshit again. Yeah, here we go. Uh, so. Uh, you had three on your list, so... Uh, yeah, it's funny thing is I originally had four, um, but then somebody else had already said Super Mario Brothers, so I'm yeah. like, okay, I'll just knock that sucker off the Yeah, list. thanks, Yosh. Well, no, 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 I think I understand with, with the name that he's coming from. I think he deserves that because, you know, he got Mario hitting him on the head to eat, make him eat this cherry, so why don't you get off your soapbox, you dick? <laughs> touche. Okay, touche. So anyway, no, no, I'm down to three now. Oh, okay. Uh, so what do I do? Do I just mention all three? Or? Yeah, we'll just do what we've been doing. Just mention mention the name and okay. we'll go from there. All right. Uh, we've been doing this for a while. Okay. Uh, junk food movies. Like I said, uh, you know, uh, the way I put it, uh, I guess they're obscure. I gotta, uh, I'll start with this one. This is a soft spot. I have a, well, <laughs> actually a hard spot uh, for the movie Zapped. Uh, that was my introduction to boobies. Yes. Same here. Yeah, I was six years old, and that was when I became a heterosexual male. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or became a heterosexual male without even knowing. Going like, what the hell's going on? Exactly. <laughs> I I know this is probably TMI, but that's exactly what was happening. I, I, Dude, I, I, we've been doing this for how long, and you're worried about TMI now? <laughs> I know. I know. I know. But that you got was a boner. My, <laughs> yes. Tr- uh, oh God. What, Your what pants got tight. Yeah, Heather. Oh God, what was her name? Heather. Heather Thomas. Yeah. Heather Thomas was my first boner. Yeah. Yep. It Dude. was that first scene, and there she is in that pink bra, and that's her. I I didn't find out. Your wee wee got hit with rigor mortis. Yes. Yes. My wee wee was stricken with rigor mortis, and I'm like, okay, but there is my soft spot. Quote mark for um for for, for zapped, for, for zapped. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and our first uh, I think our first introduction to Scott Bale and Willie Ames yeah yeah it was and then got Charles in they charge of our tits and our ass yeah. sorry there's a... <laughs> well if anyway. he would have that power Charles in charge Nicole Eggert would you know, caused a lot more young men to become males oh exactly yeah yeah okay. exactly <laughs> uh, I guess the other one I have is uh. Uh, He-Man in the uh, no, sorry, not He-Man. Um, Masters of the Universe. Yeah, the because 19- I believe there's like some copyright issue. Yeah, there is nineteen the nineteen eighty seven film with uh, Dolph Lundgren. Uh, Good movie. Langella. It is. It is. The thing is, the movie. Our is... first introduction to Courtney Cox, I believe. Right. That yeah. is correct. Uh, I it, know pointless it, information. It, that's not pointless. <laughs> to the people listening, yes, it probably is. <laughs> well, that's just sad. Yeah. <laughs> You guys don't know cinema. Uh, but why, you, why are they listening? I know, exactly. It's like, if you don't want to hear pointless information... <laughs> Say it, stop now. Stop now. Because <laughs> yeah. that's all you're going to get. Yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, and... Uh, ooh, yeah, what's the Skinner dude? Um, the, uh, what, what was the guy from Back to the Future? Who's the principal? Oh, uh, the principal for Back to the Future. We'll just... Continue <laughs> talking, I will look it up now. All right, all right. Uh, amazing Grace. 
Jesus. How sweet the no, sound. What? Go ahead and talk. Oh, oh, I, I thought you just wanted me to fill in. Okay. Well, the, the, I know, the, I know. Anyway, it's got that guy in it. Um, as much as the movie's campy and corny as all hell, you know, we didn't have an Orco, but we had a nice uh, substitute. You know, the guy, I call it the key, you know? Yeah. That yeah. Was the synthesizer. Yeah, the, the synthesizer. And, uh... I like the part where Skeletor kind of turns into Shao Kahn. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know? Gay, fabulous Shao Kahn. Oh, exactly. Yeah, they're going, it's fabulous. I'm going to kill you. Yeah, exactly. And I think Dolph I'm going to take over the universe. And he enjoyed being uh, whipped a little too much. Yeah. But we had uh, some of the characters. There was, there was a lot of gay overtones in that. Oh, movie. my God. Uh, James Tolkien. James Tolkien. Okay, James Tolkien. And what was his character's name in Back to the Future? Mr. Strickland. Strickland. Thank you. Strickland. Yeah. So we had Strickland there doing... I mean, he was playing essentially the same character, but that guy walking around with a shotgun? Yeah. That's just hilarious. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, there's character actors and he's one of them, and that's just like, you want me to play what? Yourself. That you do in every movie. Oh, all right. That's fine. I like that. That's yeah, cool. but back to the gay overtones of this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Back to the gay overtones. Yeah, there was, there was a lot of that. Yeah. Too. That, that was... I do remember seeing uh, Masters of the Universe at the drive-in theater. Uh-huh. And I was young. I was young, young, young. Right, right, right. And uh, Skeletor turned into fabulous Skeletor. Fabulous Shao Kahn. Fabulous Skeletor. Yeah. <laughs> and I even thought, like, that's a little too shiny. <laughs> I know, I know. I got bling! Yeah. Now kneel! <laughs> kneel before my bling. I can't believe it. It's like when he said kneel... I was always wondering if Nick would go before Zod. Yeah, before Zod. Yeah, just put that. You knowing in. Nick now, he probably was that as a kid. Well, no, he's probably in his twenties when that movie came out. Yeah, he would probably just okay. <laughs> now even better if he actually bothered to sit there. He'd be going before Zod. Yeah, before Zod. Well, yeah. you just didn't hear me slam his age there. Oh, did you? Oh my god. Well, I said in his twenties when he said. Oh shit! <laughs> that is low, dude. That'll. Wow, you well, really did slam him. See, I'm not even paying fucking attention to well, you. Well, like the last time I did it, like he was like, oh, fuck you, dude. And I'm like, dude, notice the the grays in the freaking goatee now. It's kind of getting scary up here for yeah, me. Yeah, oh, man, yeah. We're, yeah, we're all getting gray hairs. It's oh, just God, like, we're just, like, oh, we're old. Yeah, I'm looking there, I'm like, what the fuck did this come from? Yeah. Now, when it when it travels to my pubes, that's when I'm going to really get scared. Oh, but, you gray know? pubes is always scary. Yeah, I'll <laughs> deny it till I die. Yeah. It's like... Well, that- yeah. The only person you're gonna have to deny it to is that your girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. And then I, well, yeah, yeah. And then I can't lie to her. It's right next to your pendulous nads, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. So you know, but, it's, not, it's not like you're gonna be at Seven Eleven and the clerk's gonna be like, "Great pube." No, you don't see it. Do you? It's my fly down. No. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, now that, now that, that there's a weird conversation, <laughs> but it's weird. <laughs> Man, it's, I am spitting a lot. <laughs> it's okay. But as, you know, as, as campy as it was, when I was a kid, um, you know, I mean, I was a little disappointed in it, but I still kind of enjoyed it. But I enjoy it more now as an adult. I mean, I do wish that there was a Battle Cat and stuff like that, but it's one of those movies is like, I'm sorry that it is not like the original, but at the same time, I'm really happy that the movie exists. Yeah, because there, like you said, there's a camp factor to it. Yeah. And there's a nostalgia factor because of how old it is. And the, the people that were kids when that came out, when the previews start coming, and they're like, Masters of the Universe. Ah! Oh, yeah, cool, cool, because they were watching He-Man from 1983. Yeah, and and on it, and then you get that, you're watching as a kid, you're loving, 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 but it become a teenager, like, what the hell is this shit? Yeah. <laughs> and then you become an adult, and you're watching, and it's like, yeah. okay. I will yeah. say, you know, the sword, the props are awesome. Oh, it, it was the a all-around awesome movie. It, it actually was, and I do believe there was some kind of love in TLC 
put into it, but you know, it's just that for what they could do back then, I think that's exactly it. And, and then the junk food factor of it, there's those people that go, eh. yeah, it's like, couldn't they remake this and put the special effects in there? There is, uh, they are working on it. Yeah, Sony, but, Sony's currently working on it, so we know it's going to be quality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so or so or it'll wind up in development, and <laughs> or it'll wind up in development hell, like so many things that we've come to love. Exactly, okay. but you know. So, uh, what's your final? final? My, my final one, I guess, it's in the same vein. There's a uh, you, you got He Man, and then you got uh, uh, the Power Rangers, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie, the original movie. Yeah, the original movie. Yeah, thank you. The the original movie with uh, Paul Freeman as Ivan Ooze, and. Uh, you know, yeah, the, the original movie, not the, you know, Turbo. Yeah, not but, the multiple sequels after. Yeah, the, the one that kind of exists in an Elseworld story because the movie, it turns out the movie's, like, not canon with the series. Well, they are probably thinking the movie was just going to be a one-shot, like... I think they did, and it does. It stands out on its own, and it's perfect because they introduced the ninja powers that they get later in a different origin. So it's like you can continue watching the series all the way through and completely omit the movie, but I don't like to omit the movie, so I kind of watch it at the end. Well, so, well, that's the thing. Like I said before, you're, you you stay true to canon no matter what. Yeah. And like I was in a conversation online with uh, Jeremy Drysdale, the writer of Grand Theft Parsons. He was oh, talking yeah. about showing his son the Aliens movie. And he, is, he, and he posted the comment, Do I show him Aliens Resurrection? Oh! And everybody's like, No, don't, don't, don't! And I popped in with, like, unfortunately, you're showing him the canon, so you got to give him the bad with the good. You do. You do. Until somebody tries to erase the canon, which I believe... Is Terminator doing it right now. Uh, Terminator's erasing the canon, but also paying homage, or trying to. Trying to, what it seems like. I know. I know. We, 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 we're going to be talking about that real soon. Yeah, right? we're going to have to have another movie deathmatch rematch of the Terminator movies. We will. We will. And It'll be just... all the Terminator movies against uh, Genesis. Genesis. Yeah. Genesis. Yeah, like Genesis. That. Whatever the fuck they're calling that. Yeah, thing. yeah. Um, as soon as we're done recording, I got yeah. a question to ask you. It'll be a triple. But, da- it'll be a fatal four-way handicap match going on. Oh there. God, that'll be twisted, eh? Yeah. And maybe we'll throw the Sarah Connor Chronicles in there too for good measure. Just make it a battle royal. Oh, exactly. Because we'll see. It's like, okay, I'll bet you that this is shittier than this. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have to study that at some point. Yes, definitely. But um, it's in the same vein. You look at Masters in the Universe and you look at Power Rangers. You got the same camp factor. You got that same kind of fun. Uh, the same kind of overall uh, tone. Yeah. And uh, those are like candy. That's, so you can see why I picked Super Mario Brothers. Because I put Super Mario Brothers, Power Rangers, and mm-hmm. uh, the Masters yeah. of the Universe movie kind of in the same vein. It's like, you know, you love to hate them. You're glad that they're there. I mean, I don't like I said, I don't really hate them. I do Well, you have the nostalgia them. factor to it. I, I but do. There's those people that will look at them even with a nostalgia factor going... Mm-hmm. God, I can't believe they still even did that. I mean, there were a lot of people who were saying, it's like, well, you're going to go see the Power Rangers movie. This was, a, I was in high school. Yeah. No, actually, junior high, when yeah. it came out. And I'm like, well, I'm seeing it for Amy Jo Johnson. I was. Yeah. Uh, I, I had a real big crush on her growing up. And, uh, you see, still do. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm not the biggest Power Ranger fan, but damn, she's hot. <laughs> oh, she is. She is. Uh, remember how we talked about women aging like fine wine? I think she's one of them. And yeah. she's in a, she's doing the movie that's called uh, what Lines, where they're talking about the wrinkles like on her head or something like yeah. that, on her face or something like that. And I'm like, I, 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 and the, the message she's trying to convey, it's kind of like, you know, there's nothing wrong with you, but people are going to try to fix imperfections and stuff well, like that. That's another episode on its own. The, oh, yeah. The t- double standard in Hollywood. Like, oh, that would be a series of episodes for us because oh, there's too the, many there. The, the double standard is screwed up, but I look at that, I remember, like, you know, like, she, she was, like, 26 when she did, you know, uh, the Power Rangers show, and I think she still looks great. 
uh, for a woman who is a mom, I yeah. believe now. And, I mean, like I said, she hasn't really changed a whole lot. Yeah. Of course, neither has Jason David Frank. He's still like a like real good looking dude. As a matter of fact, I think he's got a better haircut now than he did uh, when he started doing the Power Rangers. Oh yeah. So, um, but you know, yeah, the, the nostalgia factor—it's it's, it's a lot of fun. That's know. very true. Um, I guess my turn. Yeah, your turn. Yeah. Um, mine's not really any really nostalgia factor, but it's good that we did get the nostalgia we conversation. We had to get that out of there. I mean, the, 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 I mean, my junk food movies. Of course, they were going to be nostalgic. Yeah, and when it comes to junk food movies, especially with oh. the history of Nowhere, California, uh-huh. <coughs> kind of the king of them. Well, let me throw this one out there, just as a modern one. Yeah. How about R.I.P.D.? Basically, it's got a mix of my two favorite things. I mean, you know, you got... Sci-fi and ghosts. Uh, yeah, sci-fi and ghosts, yeah. So, basically, it was basically Men in Black with Ghostbusters. Yeah. Um, you know, you got ghosts... You, you Men know, in Black and Ghostbusters had a baby and peed on it and became That's R.I.P.D. That's pretty much what they did, and it was not... It, it was trying to be Men in Black, it was trying to be... This blockbuster, and that's the thing, it it, 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 it fell flat. And I, I enjoyed Jeff Bridges, oh, and I enjoyed he, Ryan Reynolds. The, dude, the, the, Jeff Bridges reading the phone book. Je- there's a special kind of person like Jeff Bridges that yeah. can make a site that helps you go to sleep. I know! I know. And, and he does have that voice where you're like, I can do this. Yeah, so there, there, there's my modern one for you. So uh, let's go with your list. Yeah, and uh, like I said, I'm kind of, I kind of have brought a lot of junk food to our table before. You have, yeah. And one, I, I'm just going to go ahead and say right off the bat. All right. Head. That is some serious junk, dude. And yeah. I'm, I'm looking at you and it's like, Jesus, I'm going to puke if I eat that. Yeah. So. And I just eat that movie right off. <laughs> I know you do. Yeah, so we, we've discussed head left and right on this oh, show. No, that's so, fine, that's fine. Uh, we're not going to beat that one to death because we still have so many shows to do that know, we will beat it to I, death. I, I, I pretty much hit you with the box. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. you freaking clipped my throat with that damn thing. I did. Uh, first, The first setup uh, will be the Crow sequels minus Wicked Prayer because Wicked Prayer sucked. Wicked Prayer wasn't even so bad it was good. It was just it was bad. bad. It was just horrible. And it's but, just, but, yeah. Uh, wait, no, no, it's, it's a shame because it did have some good people in it. You had... David Bernanis. David Bernanis. Uh, uh, Dennis Hopper. Uh, I just Jeff. butchered his name. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah the great cast and everything. It's just it just was. Why did it fall so flat? Well, one Edward Furlong. He was still high when he did it. He probably he? did. And oh, that's okay. probably pissed off a lot of people. I said that was problem, and oh my god, a lot of people told me he's like, wow, I didn't. Oh wow, I, when they first released the picture, not knowing who Eddie. It was a girl. Was, <laughs> yeah, that's what they did. They said, oh wow, they got a girl crow. No, they didn't. Is that River along the kid, the kid from Terminator 2? Oh my yeah. god, what the fuck happened to him? And then, of course, using a Sharpie as his crow makeup is just like, wow. wow. Really? It had nothing else on the Indian reservation he could use. Don't you just love the fact that elementary school students put this together? <laughs> yeah. But um, off of Wicked Prayer, um, mainly focusing on Crow City of Angels uh-huh. and Crow Salvation. Crow City of Angels, mm-hmm. it gets crapped on because, one, it's the sequel. Two, it's the one right after Brandon Lee passed away. Yeah. So everybody was going to hate it. It's a weird one. It's off well, the beat of path. Follow, if they followed the comics, it is a different crow every time, isn't it? It is. It is. And then also, too, Sarah is in City of Angels. She but, is, but they killed her off, right? Spoiler? Uh, yeah, at the end, but he uh, did bring her back. Oh, he brought her back? Yeah, okay. doing the crow stuff and everything. But okay. just in general, like the movie was directed by a uh, mm. music video director, so everybody's like, oh, God, it's too stylized. No, mm-hmm. it's it's perfectly stylized. It, it is. It, it has is. to be. It's a crow movie. It it's really a, felt right. You know, It's it kind of an end-of-day style movie. It was, and it really uh, was the style. I mean, you know what? It kind of did embody the angst of the 90s. It did. Do you remember it, that time? You oh, know, yeah. It's just like, yeah. 
soundtrack was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Just the entire movie. And then you jump to Crow's Elevation. The soundtrack, I heard the soundtrack before I ever saw the movie. Yeah, you you gave me the soundtrack. I gave you the soundtrack. Yeah, right. and the soundtrack was epic. It was. And then the story in general, the way it was the guy convicted uh, wrongfully of a murder. Uh-huh. Getting fried in a lecture chair and coming back from the dead from that. And that one was it was uh, was one of the most original ones. And the thing is, what was that a direct DVD yeah. or limited release? It it may have been a limited release, but it, it did not get the release it deserved. No. I will tell you that much. I it mean, would have been a lot better to end the series with that instead oh, of Wicked Prayer. I know, but luckily now we are getting the reboot, a justified reboot. I hope I hope it's good. Yeah, uh, have mean, you seen Boardwalk Empire? Uh, no, I have not. Okay, there's a dude on there that's the sniper, the dude with the weird mask. Yeah, he's playing the crow. Cool. Yeah, I know he, who you're talking about. I mean, I, I haven't seen Boardwalk Empire, but, but you I know, know who you're talking about. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about, and that dude seems like he's going to be a good fit for. Well, it. that's great, and he's going to play the original, like the Eric. They're going to they're going back to the Draven storyline, yes. Oh, so they're going to get because this. the Draven. I do know the Draven story was the original uh, comic book story, yeah. and I do believe it's their favorite because they have revisited it a couple of times. Yeah, and then also too, they're going to go more into the comic book. Like there's the Skull Cowboy factor that was not. Right into the oh. original Brandon Lee one. Oh, they're going, wow. they're going by the book on this one. Oh, great! Yeah, great, so, great, 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 great. So that's my first uh, pick is the Crow franchise minus Wicked Prayer because Wicked Prayer. Well, that's gotta be fun balls. because that's one of your favorite franchises. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, next up is kind of a recent one: uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Yeah, a lot that that one has really honestly two separate camps. There's no mid camp on this. No, one. No, no, no. There's it's people that love it. Or hate it. Yeah, or like. Abraham Lincoln never did that? No shit. (laughs) (laughs) There was people that actually were like, did Abraham Lincoln actually hunt vampires? And it's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure, yeah. And George Washington freaking hunting zombies. Yeah, yeah, and it was totally omitted from the history book, and Benjamin Franklin was a known exorcist. Yeah. My God, why do those movies sound real awesome right now? That'd be awesome. (laughs) I always had the idea to write a story... Of uh, Johnny Cash as a zombie hunter. Oh God, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, burning rain of fire. Yeah, oh, I had the idea in my head of uh, the scene where having Johnny Cash being circled by zombies and held, holding the guitar case, going like, "You boys want to know where I got the idea for Ring of Fire?" Yeah. Looks a switch and the guitar case is a flamethrower. Oh God, that'd be cool. And just start spinning around, lighting them up. Oh God, I would love to hear his song. Yeah. Playing in the background, he's slow motion blowing something. Where have I become? Yeah. My only friend. And I think I think uh, I will make you hurt. I think the cash uh, yeah. estate would be hard probably if I approached him with that story and everything. They'd be like. Yeah! Oh, God! <laughs> you, want, you guys want to know how I got Ring of Fire? Now, I will watch that more than Walk the Line. Yeah. <laughs> I think they'd be like, this is a biopic we want. Yes, exactly. It's still a bull plot, but... <laughs> oh, but it's fun. Yeah. And I'd, yeah. there was... A, I forget the story of, like, when Johnny Cash met Elvis. Yeah. That would be the whole, like, thing I would, like, right. mesh it around, where Johnny Cash meets Elvis, uh-huh. and in, the like, the bar they're at, gets swarmed by zombies. Oh, God, that'd be great. Hey, if Elvis can fight mummies... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Johnny yeah. Cash can fight zombies. Exactly. I would love to see that. So, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, you you have to know what you're going. I think most going. people uh, who hate it are the ones that read the book. Well, I read but, the book but, too. Uh, yeah, but you notice that there was that rule in there. You know, there was never a rule that the vampires could not kill their own. Oh yeah, but that was a, that was just strictly a movie thing. Yeah, exactly. And I you take away from that, but it's it's. Being able to go, like, okay, the, you see the book, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. You see the coverage, like, 
oh, I would leave you this. <laughs> exactly. The thing is, I've seen the movie, I mean, not the movie, uh, I've read the book, Rope Apocalypse, and when the movie comes out, I'm going to, tr- no, I know it's, they're going to admit so much, and because the thing is, movies are a different entity, because I've heard that people, you know, they'll look at the uh, script of a movie and just go, holy shit, we need to dumb this down because it's way too expensive to make. Exactly. It's the same thing with uh, What Dreams Can Come. When well, I saw the movie, and then afterwards I read the book, and I read the book, I was like, yeah, there's no way they were going to do this as a movie. There's no way. There's way too many levels to this. Yeah. Speaking of book and many levels and everything cool. like What's that, got there? my next one is Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Ah, Sam Rockwell, Drew there, Barrymore, there George Clooney's first, I think it was George Clooney's first directorial and directorial writing game. debut? Yeah, and your friend at ours, Julia Roberts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it... Very underrated movie, but also, too, when people hear just this story in general, if the host of the Kong show was a former CIA assassin. <laughs> oh, They're shit. like, yeah, you enjoy that. <laughs> oh, man, that's priceless. But that's the whole thing. That's that's the weirdness of me. When I first heard about the movie, I was like, really? The Kong <laughs> show guy? <laughs> so, like, I leapt on the book. I was like, I hunted it down. I was like, oh, cool, I get to read this. And then the movie came out, and I was like, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> you were just taking the full journey. Yeah, it, it was what it was. That's, a, that's it, is what, it was what it was. Yeah, yeah, and it was the first time Sam Rockwell got a major leading role. Right. And he rocked it. He played yeah. Chuck Bears perfectly. Yeah. Uh, next up is The Big Tees. The Big Tees, that sounds familiar. The Craig Ferguson hairdressing movie. Oh, my God, really? Yeah, it's a fun freaking movie. It's kind of in a documentary style slash movie style. Right. Where he plays a Scottish hairdresser that thinks he's going to this hairstylist competition uh-huh. in America, but realizes it was just an invite. It wasn't an actual invite to compete. Oh, shit. So it's kind of building through that where he's working his way to become a competitor. And everything. Oh, wow. Totally not a movie you'd think, oh, Josh watches a hairstyling movie. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. But it's Craig Ferguson. Love the dude. There you go. Hilarious guy. Brilliant comedic mind. Yeah. And a great, great movie. A lot of people would probably see him go, Mr. Wick, wow, okay. Well, when I first heard it, I just thought, I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly. So that's about it on that one. Um, The next one, I don't know if you've seen it. Um, Let me see. Hamlet 2. I have not. Yeah, it's... I was unaware that they made a sequel. Exactly. (laughs) That's exactly it. You you tell people Hamlet 2, and they they get that, they smell the fart look. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much what (laughs) they... They they, scrunch up face of... Just gave it's like, so, uh, he survived, eh? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. But no, it, it's nothing like that. Hamlet 2 stars Steve Coogan. He's a British comedian. Brilliant comic mind. He okay. was the director in uh, Tropic Thunder. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he's he's done other things, too. He plays a drama teacher in Albuquerque. All right. And he was an actor and everything, so he's a failed actor, so he's teaching drama, and he's still thinking... He's this... Just the verbose of uh, actor and everything and okay. making sure these kids are learning drama correctly and everything. I know the type. Yeah. Yeah. He has Certainly. two prize students that always take his class. It's always a class of two uh-huh. and he always, every year the play that they do for school is some weird stage version of a movie. Oh, okay. Like the one you see when the movie first starts is the stage version of Aaron Brockovich. Oh! Okay. And it leads to him basically deciding to write his own work. That's so funny. he decides to write Hamlet 2. Ah! This freaking gonzo, fucked up, like, what are you thinking, dude, uh-huh. version of it, with musical numbers. I, 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 th- I think it's all coming back to Like, me one of the songs is Rock Me Sexy Jesus. <laughs> okay. 
And another one is a song that basically, anybody can think of a song like this, has a special place in the creative world because the song is Raped in the Face. What? Yeah. Raped in the Face. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. I'll have to play the song for you a little bit later. We'll yeah. post the video on Facebook and everything like that. Oh, terrific. It, it's, it's a weird, weird movie. But honestly, Hamlet 2 is such... It, uh, it There's so many levels to Hamlet 2 that it doesn't even need to have them as many levels because it's just funny as hell. Right. But also, too, like I said, you mentioned Hamlet 2 to people. And people you get that kind of smell like a fart. <laughs> smell the fart. fart look. Like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, I guess the the finale from my list is what I know you've seen, and it, it's it's junk food movie. It's an underrated. It's a classic, mm-hmm. but um, it's UHF. Oh yeah, yeah, that one's great. Weird I, Al and everything. Yep, yeah. A lot of people forget about that movie though too. They, they do because the thing is, you know, he never went full on movie star. Well, you know, the, well the fact one of the major factors is that? it came out the same. I believe the same time span as Batman '89, mm-hmm. Ghostbusters two. Um, I think it came out. I I remember seeing the trailer for UHF uh, when I went to go see Ghostbusters two. Exactly. So it uh, came, okay. and um, I think it was Temple of Doom or Last Crusade at that time. Yes. La- uh, Last Crusade. Yeah, Last Crusade. They're making fun of Raiders. Exactly, yeah. and then uh, you throw in Back to the Future two was in that time frame too in '89, yeah. and so. Basically, it got stomped. It got stomped by all these other things. Yeah, yeah, because they were. I watched like the behind the scenes and everything, and them talking about their hopes of her and everything. They're like, "Yeah, we were hoping for like a franchise or something with this, where it just kind of exploded." But then we went up against Batman, <laughs> Ghostbusters two. <laughs> well, at least they admitted that. But it was. I, I think it was. <laughs> it was pretty funny for what it is. It was I hilarious. Mean, it was. Yeah. It was. Uh, we're out making his first attempt towards a movie. Mm-hmm. And they did what they knew what they could do yeah. is spoof stuff, uh-huh. put a story around it, and get something going with it. And I enjoyed uh, Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. Uh, oh no, Carba- Conan the Librarian. Conan sorry. the Librarian. Um, uh, I forget his name, but the uh, the guy with the pets. Yeah, play Kramer. Uh, no, not not no, Kramer. The guy with the pets. That's uh, the janitor. Uh, no, the when the it's the Mexican dude that's. Uh, sticking frogs to the wall. Oh yeah, yeah. Seeing that the dog can, the poodle can fly. Yeah. He was supposed to have a longer part in the movie. Oh really? But he got in a car crash during the movie and died. Oh damn. So they had to rewrite rewrite it and everything. But they, there was a lot more that was going to be going on with him because they still would not know where the hell the speed is coming from. Oh my god. And then the flying poodle would be coming after the guy towards the end of the movie. There's a whole <laughs> thing for it. But like you mentioned too, this was Michael Kramer's like really first major role. Fran Drescher. Mm-hmm. Um, short dude. Oh, uh, yeah. um, Matt's Matt. celebrity run-in. Um, oh, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the guy from Bohemian Masters of the yeah. yeah, Yeah, and there's a lot of really good actors in this movie too. It's just It just sucks that it didn't get the, what it deserved. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it, it does have a cult following and a cult. I'm a member of that cult, which is great. Yeah, I, same here. I have the Blu-ray. Same here, and I I am bummed that I mean that I mean Weird Al is just a, such a funny dude. I mean, still I, he's starting to you know post little things. Uh, did you see this thing where he did with the ladle? He's like, oh look, it's the magnificent floating orb, <laughs> and he pulls it out of his sleeve and he goes, soup's on. 
Yeah. Well, that's the whole thing. He's in his 50s, I believe. Yes. And he's, like we were talking about... Uh, Just Mel like Brooks. Brooks, he does not slow down at all. He's got a very brilliant mind. Yeah, and he, we do have a Weird Al episode planned in our oh, future, yeah. but oh, yeah. uh, like we've talked about before, like how uh, Mandatory Fun is his final studio album, which sucks. Yeah. That we won't be getting hard copies anymore of his music, but it's mm-hmm. going to allow him to release stuff whenever the hell he feels. It feels like he wants to, and he can just do it online. And the thing is, um, maybe just like Dr. Nemento, uh, he, he's earned a good retirement. He does. and then But also, I don't think the dude will retire. Well, good. Because also, too, I've seen him in epic rap battles of history. He oh, right. He Isaac Newton. <clears throat> Isaac Newton against Bill Nye. Oh, yeah. Did and, I tell you how uh, obscure? I mean, I mean, he's still so big, he even... Uh, did a voice in the My Little Pony, the new My Little Pony series. Yeah, as Cheese Sandwich. Yeah, and if you know his story and stuff like that, they actually you, you know his polkas. Yeah, he does a polka with Pinkie Pie. Oh, that's awesome. They they have a they have a goof off. They 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 sing a song back and forth with each other, and what, there's a song that he sings that's a very famous song of hers. Yeah. It's like she goes, "That's my song," and he goes, "I don't know what you're talking about." That's it. And then they go back and forth. It's really, really funny. That's awesome. We'll have to. Well, like we said, like we got that Weird Al episode coming. So yeah, we do. So we'll we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll go into depth on the weirdness of Weird Al. Cuckoo. Well, like we always do, we uh, like to end our show with a little game, and uh, we decided to go with silly ass acronyms this time around. Yes. uh, As much as we took a lot of detours and freeway off ramps with this episode, we're going to go into another game. That usually ends that way, too, where yeah. we go everywhere and anywhere. Well, the thing is, I'm usually on freeways and off-ramps when I see license plates that inspire me, so... Uh, yeah. So this time it was my choosing the letters, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, and it's three letters we've never really touched. I'm surprised we hadn't. Yeah, it is BFF. BFF, yeah, okay. So, um, you know what, I'll go this time. Yeah, I'll go first ahead. this time since I'm usually the one going, Hey, Phil, you go first. Mm-hmm. And you usually give me a dirty look of, dick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so... BFF. Blumpkins feel fantastic. Hmm. Barry fucking ferocious. Bonanza <laughs> fan fiction. <laughs> I used uh, Barry instead of very. I've been watching a lot of Strawberry Shortcake. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was very rude. Okay, so. Um, uh, Brad flails fish. Barry fondles big leaves. <laughs> uh, ben fillets fish. Ben fucks Frida. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um... Um, very fast and furious. <laughs> Stick with that strawberry shortcake. I, I, you know, I, I have to, you know. <laughs> Bongos feel funky. Breaking foundation, fuckers. <laughs> Berry fruity fest. Hmm. Bradley fucked my falafel. Wow. <laughs> I think falafel might be a PH, but, uh. For this, we'll go after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My apologies. How about Bradley fingers, Frida? <laughs> <laughs> Bradley and Frida are getting oh I know <laughs> getting all freaky. Oh, here's where how Bradley fingers Fred. There you go. <laughs> now it's just a party. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> who knew Bradley was a swinger? Yeah. So you know, Bradley's a freaky dude. He's a freaky guy. Uh, Bradley is a freaking Freud. <laughs> so I think that's another PH. Freud? I think no, no. Freud's an F. Sorry. Freud's yeah, yeah. I forgot my bill and Ted. I'm sorry. Oh, that's all right. Um, burgers, fries, freak. Mm. Got you hungry. <laughs> I am hungry. I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, did burgers I burgers and fries? Well, I, I I I did the fillet of fish, so yeah. I'm like, uh, I must be hungry. 
I'm not as fat as I look, I swear. Uh, <laughs> I can't um, see you. What? Well, dude, we have pictures on Facebook. I don't see your full body. That's when we get the, when we have uh, the NowhereCalifornia.com, that's when we get the full body shots. Oh, cool, cool. We're going to get that calendar going? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. And people have to pay not to get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to get September's issue. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You, you don't want to see November. Bill's going down the bat pole tonight. <laughs> so there's, okay. That's um, a charity thing. Oh, that's I know. a Kickstarter. That's know. a perk. We'll send you the calendar. You have to give us money not to send Not to calendar. get it, yeah. Uh, we'll make our goal. Fast. Yep. No. It backfired fast. <laughs> it backfired fast. Uh, nice. that was the, uh, well, that, that's mine. So. Oh, okay. That was good. Backfired fast. <laughs> Bananas flame forgotten. Oh, Beverly's frightful fart. You know what happens. Some people would go, oh! Yeah. You know? <laughs> or they fart and go, where'd that come from? <laughs> I, I swear to God, I've seen that happen. Somebody got scared, you know, and I heard a scream first, and then there's just this appearance of silence, and then yeah. I... <laughs> What followed it was a. It's like, oh my god! Somebody shite themselves, you know. Well, it's better than uh, like orgasm-induced flatulence. <laughs> oh, oh god! Oh god! Yeah, I didn't get any for three years because of that. Oh no! So you, so you know, when your climax is brown, you got problems, you know. Well, it's not exactly my climax is brown; it's just the post climax. Post climax. <laughs> And it, it's it's never brown. It's just I fart. It, it happens. I mean, and I'm saying this on a live mic, so I'm never going to get laid again. No, <laughs> no, they'll see your pictures and go, "Oh yeah, thank you." I know, fuck that guy. You know, <laughs> thank you, Phil. That's yeah, okay, dude. You rock your facial hair. Yeah, I wish I could grow something that sexy. Thank so you. there's a <laughs> for anybody listening to this. I'm kidding about the orgasm-induced flatulence. I heard it in a joke. It's just something I've been wanting to work into in Nora, California for a long time. No, no. He's lying. He's got a very sensitive abdomen. Just push it and he farts. Okay. Yeah, I've overheard him in the bathroom yanking it, and then I hear him. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> when you do a number three, you really do a number three. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, is it my turn? No, it's my turn. Okay. Uh, um, how can you top a fart? I... I I can't. I can't either. You, you don't want to top a fart because usually it's a turd. Yeah. So <laughs> it gets messy really fast. It does. It does. Well, uh, I guess for that. Uh, how about how about this? How about very best friends forever? <laughs> since I uh, since you, that's you, you got to end it with one more uh, strawberry shortcake thing. reference. Yeah. So so for fairy boy over here. <laughs> This is Josh. And this is Phil, and don't knock it, it's a good show.